and a whole lot of bubble. If you want to be a, a wise guy, you can do it anyway. If you want to be a strong man, you can do it anyway. If you want to be an Indian chief, cowboy, you can do it anyway. You can do it in the moment. Once again, here at In Your Head Wrestling Radio, I am the internet icon, the pride of the pilgrims, the most honest man in all of podcasting, and a damn handsome man to boot, Jack E. Jones, along with my right-hand man, my audio soulmate, and the enforcer of the Headyverse. One-inch biceps. The power goat. Bah! Yeah, show them the power. Yeah. What to do? The boss, baby. Mm-hmm. Your uh, your video's not coming in there, buddy. Oh, let me see if I can fix that. There. Yeah, there we are. Now we can see the inch man. Boom! I'm here to talk about the wrestling. Yeah. You pumped? Fired up. You looking pumped? I am pumped. Yeah, you're getting the guns. Hot I watched dang. all the wrestling. Did you? You're Jimmy jamming it up over there, Inchman. Yeah. Very proud I of you. I watched the Impact Wrestling. Really? I watched Zero WWE because that's yeah. what you're Fuck that. Fuck that noise. Sorry for the late start. I was... Um, I was doing the I was doing a podcast. I was on shock treatments with Mel and Maddie over on the Dorkening website. That will be up Friday. If you just can't hear enough of me, you can go and listen to me on the Dorkening on shock treatments with Mel and uh. I think Maddie. once a week's enough for me. I don't even know if once a day. This is the third time people are listening to me today. But that's what happens when you're you're a rock star, Mr. Hollywood Jackie Jones. Right? Maybe maybe you'll you'll find that out eventually. I got my FTR shirt on today. Mm-hmm. I got my um, my bootios. 
Hell yeah, Bootios. That's sweet. I love that shirt. I I have that same shirt, but it's uh, too big for me now. Unfortunately. Yeah. Man. So you watch all the wrestling. You watch that bullshit Impact? I watch the greatest wrestling out there, Impact Wrestling. I don't know about you, Inchman. What do you see in this Impact? What was tickling your What was tickling your booty? What was tickling your fancy? Let me tell you about the Impact. All right. Was it so, impactful? It was. It was. The biggest impactful thing that happened was Johnny Swinger got kicked out of the arena. He wasn't allowed in. Really? So you know what he did? He wasn't allowed by Johnny the- Swinger. So you know what he did? He went what? backstage and he went through everyone's bag and he found the suicide outfit and he wrestled as suicide. The greatest is is well is any time right for a suicide character, but is right now a good time to be suicide? If you're Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger? He's still around? Where'd they pull him out of? 1997. Jeez, Louise. Even Clint here, President Clinton, the chairman, he's like, who? So, um, what's going on in Impact right now? Um, they Honestly. took their champion, Tessa Blanchard. Now, this really happened. This is, I mean, you could, you could just make this up, and I wouldn't know because I've watched it in years. As far as I know, Johnny Swinger hasn't wrestled, you know, in 25 years. Before he found the suicide outfit, he found the Super Eric outfit, and he almost went for that one. But he ended up going to suicide. How can you reference great moments in Impact when you're wrestling in Impact? Like, who is it? Is that if you're trying to gain an audience, you can't be like referencing something that no one watches? Forget John Moxley, forget whoever the sports entertainment does. Impact Wrestling has no champion, so they're going to have a four-way match to crown their champion. It's going to be Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. He's, the, he's around. Not even, not even the star of the team. Not even, not even. What happened to Davy to- Richards? Wasn't he the guy that everyone said was going to be like the future superstar? I think he just acted up and went home. So Eddie Edwards, the great Eddie Edwards, Trey from the Rascals, Ace Austin. Who? Exactly. And a mystery former TNA wrestler. They showed Kurt Angle. They showed Sting. They showed DC3. Who knows who it would be? One of Let those me guess. Can I guess who the, who the mystery guy was? That it's not happening. It's Slammiversary this weekend. Oh, I see. They they haven't said. It's going to be like Sonny Siaki. My guess is Sonny Siaki. Or Irish Pat Kenny. They showed Super Eric. I was thinking maybe Eric Could be foreshadowing. Scotty Wilkerson says, I haven't watched Impact in three years. And can you update him? Years. What's what's happened in these three years? He should get the impact plus. What's that behind you? You got like uh, get some cool uh, toys there, and it's cool that you're showing a different side of your room tonight. Uh, you got the muscle guys. 
You got a JYD you figure up there. Uh, some Moodyo over here. Oh yeah, JYD. That's cool. Stardust. Stardust. Uh, I got my JYD cereal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's when uh, Hogan fought Miss uh, Miss uh, when Hogan fought JYD at WrestleMania. Or he's tagging with him. Tagging. Yeah. I got this is my newest purchase. Uh, you inspired me. Went oh, man. Walmart, got me I can't find that one. If you can find another one, Incher, I grab it for me. I can only oh, find yeah. three. They had a few. I can see them. All right. I, can, I only found uh, the Triple H, Faker, oh. Cena. And one uh, and Demon Balor. It's the only ones I can find. Who was the second one you said? Um, Triple H. They had they had the Undertaker. They had the Rock. Really? I need yeah, those. I need Undertaker the, and the Rock and New Day. One more too. All right. Well, I'll pay you for them. I'll PayPal you. It's not like I'm uh, I'm gonna you know just take them for free. Can't get free stuff from me like you do, Jason Minton. Well, I mean, you're obviously not as cool as Jason Minton. Like, if it was like a cool person, a nice person, they would just buy them for me and send them to me. But you're obviously not. I mean, it's not nothing against you. I'm not saying you're a bad guy. I'm just saying you're not as cool as Ms. Minton. I got to admit that's true. So I can't really argue. It's good to admit your faults. Like that's good man insurance. It's a, it's a good step in the right direction. It's a new insure. I like it. New power goat. So what else happened on this uh, Johnny Swinger filled episode of Impact? Uh, you wrestled Willie Mack for the X Division title because he was suicide. Willie Mack. Willie Mack. Who the fuck's that? Is that? He used to be like Red Dog and ECW. Lucha Underground. He's a JYD. Man. You know you're going to tune in when Trey from the Rascals is the new Impact Champion. Bad times. Bad times. I'm drinking the dad's root beer tonight. Oh, that's the name of it. I thought you made like you stole your dad's root beer. No, my dad was beating. Yeah, that's not the Alki, is it? You didn't accidentally get not my grandpa's root beer. Okay. I'm straight in. Big uh, Daddy, yeah, and it's a diet. I know you're you're you don't drink the real sugar anymore. Calories don't allow it. I drink the diet. You doing a good job staying under your two two grand two thousand calories. I am, I am. You're looking at I can I can see the improvements. You look especially buff this week, I think. Right. Yeah, and, and probably a little more handsome than normal. Oh, you know. It's probably all that Johnny Swinger you're watching. Johnny Swinger is the best. I hope he's the next Impact World Champion. I hope he's the mystery how they pull back from the TNA. Every time I reboot my laptop, it resets the lighting. So I have to figure out. This time I took some pictures, but the, what bothers me, Incher, is I'm I'm really tan this year. I'm like the most tan I've been since I was like a teenager. But because of the lighting, I look like I'm I'm like from powder or something. I'm like incredibly bright. Are you lighter than me? 
Yeah, and I and that's not happening. I mean, I'm I'm actually like olive skin right now. My Italian heritage is coming through, but you can't see it because I look like uh, an albino or something. You look like someone Victor Salvin would cast in his next movie. No, I'm not that young. I'm a youthful man, though. I, I doubt the, the the facial hair would do it for him, especially well, the gray. Yeah, you're a young type man. He might be into that. So Johnny Swinger, who else was on this? Was have has the uh, the um, ECW uh, Musketeer showed up? The Buccaneer. They do have Tommy Dreamer. So. Tommy Dreamer, Sir, he's still there. He's still there. Does this show happen in the? Are they? Sh- is this a new program? Or are they showing like highlights from '97? Yeah, they're at the point now where they're pushing the young guys that aren't... The young guys, Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Swinger? It's like a nice combination of young guys and over-the-hill guys. That's, that's where Impact's at right now. Hey. And Moose. I intro, they're saying you're a little low. A little low. Yeah. I know you used, you used to be the technical wizard of the show. But. Yeah, let's see if we can fix that. That was back in the old uh, VHS days. Do you still have a working VCR on your tube I TV? I have a VCR. I don't know if it works. Damn. Hot damn. Uh, if you guys want to uh, zoom in tonight, you know the dealio. Which you probably don't, but so what wrestling did you watch? Um I watched the back of those uh of those WWE uh the Masters of the WWE Universe box to see like what other wrestling's like wrestlers I would like to buy. So I watched that. Um yeah, exactly. All four of those. Really, I don't have any of. I don't have any of those four. Yeah, Braun Strowman was the other one. I need him. Help a brother out. I have the ring. I bought the Castle Grayskull ring. Yeah, they had that too. They had that too. Apparently, there's a a Steve Austin ring as well. Yeah, I saw that afterwards, but I did, they didn't have it anyway. But, yeah, it's like – well, that one doesn't come out till September. It's like Steve Austin and uh, Hulk Hogan. And it's not necessarily Steve Austin ring, Incher. If you know your uh, Masters of the Universe, it's Snake Mountain ring, which was the place that they came after Grayskull. But they they got an Austin with it because he's, he's the rattlesnake. So it, it makes sense. Bear with me here for a minute. I'm going to see if I can get my audio up. It's all right. I know this Zoom is new to you, uh, uh, Inchman, but you, you'll you get it working here eventually. I was happy this week because usually, Inch, when you try to join the show, you just start calling me on Zoom. And I have to tell you every week, like, you can't do that. You have to use the Zoom link. But I'm glad uh, this, this was the first week, I think, I didn't have to tell you that. So that was good. Good to see you're a good man. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm from West Virginia. You gotta take your time with me. West Virginia, yeah. Is Johnny Swinger huge in West Virginia? 
Johnny That's Jr. is one of the biggest wrestlers in West Virginia. Really? Man. Is he bigger than Heath Slater, though? There's no wrestler bigger than Heath Slater. Yeah, I've heard he is the pride of the WV. So I'm going to post this link for you, uh, Hedy, the Hedyverse out there. If you would like to zoom into the show and talk with us, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. Fun for the whole family. Which I probably don't recommend uh, zooming into a show if you are a child. But why not? Whoa, we got a song man to be joining us momentarily. Bear with me. I'm just posting to uh, the Facebook page for everyone to join into In Your Head. Talk some Johnny Swinger. Talk some uh, Bernie Mac and all the stars of Impact. Finally, I get the uh, In Your Head episode I've been waiting for. Impact Wrestling. Well, I mean, I try to be a good guy and accommodate you, Intro. I don't think anyone can deny that. That's uh, the show here tonight is to uh, to try to uh, appease the inch man and then put him in a good light. All right. So here we go. We've got, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> We've got Steven all the way up in Butler. He's like, awesome. try, what's he doing? Is he trying to like cast a spell on us? Playing patty cake? What's going on here? Are you a magician? Are you high? Are you on drugs or something? In West Virginia, we burn people that do magic. Whoa. Whoa. Careful, Stephen. Your intro is going to burn you at the stake. Are you with us, Stephen? I'm not hearing you if you're talking. Oh, you're muted. Audio is muted. Yeah, you got to unmute yourself. Maybe you're just going to try to mine the show. That could be that with it. Look, we're always breaking ground here on In Your Head. That could be the next step. It'll be a mime show, maybe charades, a charade podcast where we'll just see and we'll be like doing stuff and you have to guess like what, what's going on. I mean, we, what we would started, your charades of Johnny Swinger be? We started on VHS and then we went to podcast and then video cast on Zoom. So we got to be ahead of the curve. We got to do what's next. So what 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 movements would you try to do to uh, get us to think Johnny Swinger? <laughs> oh my lord! Is that what he does? He's like dancing a jig. It's a swing thing. Good God! So when he was wrestling a suicide. He starts to do the can't think of the name of it, but the the Johnny Swinger swinging neck breaker. And then he remembers, oh, I'm suicide, so he stops, so he doesn't give himself away. What's the vibe of Impact? Is it just like a, a spoof of actual wrestling, or is this like supposedly like an actual program? They do their best to pass it off as an actual program. How would you compare Impact to the levels of like NWA power? Not as much obvious comedy, but there is a lot of comedy. Um, is it just maybe not obvious comedy, but like a bad attempt at comedy? So it's not necessarily funny. 
Yeah. I know about that. They actually have wrestling, which Howard does not. Really? Really? They, they have minute-and-a-half-long matches. So. Steven, all the way from Butler, what do you think, there. What do you think about the, the resurgence, the resurrection, the return, the comeback of Johnny Swinger? <laughs> to tell you the truth, I haven't seen that guy on television. No one has. He's on Impact. <laughs> That's probably why. That's probably Hard why. Feeling, <laughs> Jack, Jack, is this guy beneath me here? Is this like um? There's a guy beneath you? <laughs> yes, this guy <laughs> right here, smiling into the camera. Um. So has oh, has so has Stanley Kubrick come back from the dead? Um. <laughs> Song man, you're looking like Stanley Kubrick. You know what? I think so. <laughs> I, like I was it. wondering if that was me you mentioned. <laughs> that will be going away, Steven. <laughs> you, your beard's getting like big. I like you're like Braun Strowman. Yeah, I know. That's what everyone says, and that's got to be true. I gotta make sure it makes the whole way, and make sure everyone. Has no hair anywhere because it's just unfair to be sharing this on air. <laughs> Whoa, Stephen, do you have do you have no hair anywhere? <laughs> I have no hair anywhere. Man. I'm an Ab I'm an Aboriginal. I grow my hair out. <laughs> I can still grow hair. I mean, you know, Itchman, are you getting mad here? Is that is that triggering you? No, he can grow his hair. All right. I've gone with the uh, with the shave. I'm happy with it. Looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Looking nice and tight there. I think you might need a little tan. Get the get the head out in the in the sun. Get a little tan, maybe. Yeah. Get a little sun kind of on the chrome. I think it's the lighting, like you. You got the lighting problem. Mm, it could be. The yeah. Yeah. Maybe there. maybe powder it. Wax it. Boop, 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 boop. Songman, what's going on? Braun Songman. <laughs> Very good one. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Happy Tuesday. Wait to be back in your head because there's a lot of stuff to get covered before we get ready for Extreme's heads. Oh, I thought you were going to say a lot to get ready before we go to bed, but all right. <laughs> there you so, go. What's going on? I see. I, I'm out of the loop. What's going on on this Extreme Rules? Is Johnny Swinger on the show? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not. Been catching up too much. I've not been catching anything what's going on with SmackDown, but caught a little bit of Raw. All I can recall so far is what we were talking about last week with this eye match. Hmm. Yes, the side match. Uh, they want to know, uh, Stephen, do you have any thoughts on the Redskins changing their name and logo? Well, it's about damn time, actually. I agree. I Just my personal take, like, I think if anyone is honest with themselves and you just – Steve, and you just think of the name Redskins. You have to think, like, it's not a good name. Like, why would anyone have named – like, I get the Braves and the Warriors and um, the Chiefs, uh, but the Redskins? Like, it's not even a term <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't go up to someone who's a Native American and say, hey, Redskin. I mean, they, they would probably not be happy. Yeah, this is what you'll get. I have no problem. I have really no problem with most of those names, like just mentioned, like, like even Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks. 
the problem or the thing was really offensive for the longest time were those logos like Chief Wahoo with the, the, the Atlanta Braves um, or the, uh, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, yeah, it was very uh, over the top, like uh, stereotypical. Yes, very stereotypical. Character. And they did get rid of they did get rid of some of those. One of those teams stopped using that. I think it was Cleveland stopped using that. And are the and like, but yeah, the names names were fine except Redskins. I mean, nobody's gonna yeah, like you said, no one's gonna go up to an Indian and say yeah, exactly. Right. But, I mean, it's. I, it's a really weird name if you just stop and think like like I grew up the name was around so I honestly didn't think about it you know but if you stop and just think about it like oh that is a very bizarre name to to name a team and you know like it's very strange that it was ever that uh, used and uh, I can see why uh, I'm surprised it's lasted this long honestly taking away all the sports teams that I don't like's names ah. Oh man, Hintra's getting pissed. He's getting all riled up over Southerner in me coming out. Man. Maybe they'll call them the Washington uh, Swingers. That I could get done. Songman, do you watch Impact Intro over here? He's loving Impact. He's watching. Uh, oh, well, I haven't been watching it in nearly 10 years, actually. Yeah, I'm with you, Songman. <laughs> He's what talking with like Bernie Mac, the was Washington wrestling. Swingers the, have. What was that? What kind of mascot would the Washington Swingers have? They literally have Johnny Swinger. That would be, he'd leave Impact to become the, the mascot. Yeah, I'm definitely down for this name change then. Lexar, do you watch Impact? I know you're loving all the wrestling. I used to. It was like, like several years ago. The last time I watched Impact was in 2014. Man. <laughs> you're you're like the the last guy. You're the last bastion of the you it the impact. Uh, the impact crowd is you. Mm-hmm. Lexar, I gave you your name. You're going to have to go back to impact. Oh, man. Oh, man. man. what do you think about intro tonight? He's looking good, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure he's not going to be any better because he's never looked any better. Would you do me a favor and please check the weather because I think it just got to get a nutshell. Because I'm sure he's got to get Vic's little feather because it's made of leather. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Vic, do you have your feather ready? (laughs) No, no feather tonight. (laughs) It's good, good to see you, Vic. Good to see everyone here. It's 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 always fun to see everybody here on Tuesday night on In Your Head. All the regulars are here tonight. Exactly, the All Star lineup. I would like to know how Entry grew his beard so fast. Just a manly man. I just hmm. got a little stubble going on. I didn't shave today. Nice. Hmm. You're like Kluger. Very manly man. I like it, though. I think it's a good look on you. And I've told you for years so. you're a ginger, so and then you grow the beard, and it's clearly red. It's hard to see it when I had hair on top because it wasn't much there. Right, right. Well, it looks good on you. Like it kind of looked like Seamus. <laughs> Buff like Seamus. And you're white like Seamus. I know. It's the lights. It's not even that bright of a light. I just wear these because I, I think they look cool. But Vic Schiavone. 
Do you watch Impact? No, didn't watch any Impact this week. Saw some of <laughs> AEW, saw some of Raw, but tuned in for SmackDown for about two minutes and saw a karaoke contest, and then I turned it off. <sighs> Who was in the karaoke contest? Well, let's see. It was uh, me. Tamina was one of them. Um, Melina, the, the Southern gal, the Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, yeah, she turned heel in the middle of it. Uh, she just turned in. Well, I just say turn because the last time I watched it, she was just it was, face. It was totally forgettable. Let's put it that way. Man, this is a character like I, I don't really like the character, but it seems like they're just all over the place with her. Like, yeah. Inexplicably, he, baby face. Even though she's still the Southern Belle, and then now she's a heel out of the blue. Very strange. It just goes to show you that WWE doesn't know what to do with her. It most like most tenant. I think that uh, her real um, character, her real personality, and her real story is very interesting and could draw people in. Uh, I think they should just drop the Southern Bell character. If you have an actual person, uh, actual woman who uh, fought in her military, fought in the war, and you know, and has come home as a war hero, and stuff, why not just go with that? I mean, that's a character that's worked for years, and this time it would be real. It wouldn't be like you made it up. <laughs> well, what's so surprising about that, Jackie? You know how big nineteen was for her as a top heel, and then all of a sudden she's being brought down like most in the past. That's the turning face. So, what's the big surprise about that? Yep, Ends man taking like Spanish lessons over there. Yeah. You see, how to get him in before the end of the day. I'm not even paying attention to his own show. Do you believe this, Lexar? Hmm. Uh, it looks like he moved to uh, his basement too. He, he he's got a and new basement. He just basement flipped the now. camera around so we saw the. So oh yeah, yeah, that side. was me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, Songman knows. Yep. I'm talking about Incher. No, no Songman <laughs> screaming with me. I think Songman's won't listen to another show, but yeah, the <laughs> yeah Incher just flipped the camera around so we could see the other side of his room. <laughs> Yeah, Jack wanted he, he, to see my collection behind me. So. Yeah, so he could see the wrestling stuff. More fitting, you know. More fitting, yeah. Yeah. Steven, what was uh what was some of the highlights of wrestling for you this week? Oh, so probably the best highlight of the week was um AEW main event, Fighter Fest Night Two, uh Chris Jericho versus um uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, and what hell of a match! One entertaining match, I would say, best match of the night, best match of the week, best match of the night. Agree, hundred percent. You know. So, Stephen, did you watch the NXT um, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole match? No, I didn't watch that one. I when every Wednesday I'm watching one show, and um, good man, good man, yeah. I saw the Twitter war with uh, Kevin Nash and Jericho and oh, yeah. talking about NXT's main event had better ratings than Jericho and Orange Cassidy. That's why I asked. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because uh, depending, like, if you go and listen to other people talk about this stuff, um, if you listen to, like, uh, Cornette or something, this was, like, the biggest travesty in the world and, like, the, the worst match you could po- that could possibly be imagined. And then if you listen to somebody else, it's, like, the most fun match and a very good time. And I'm with the uh, the good time. I, had a, I think it was an excellent match. Um, I'm a huge Orange Cassidy fan. He's honestly my favorite current guy in, in wrestling. And uh, uh, just imagine this. If this had a crowd, you know, an audience there, as fun as it was without the crowd, if this had a crowd, I think this would have really blown the, the roof off the place and you'd have a legit superstar with Orange Cassidy because the crowd loves him anyway. And in there with Jericho, I think it would have been a big deal. And I know people – are like, well, you can't push him as a, as a, as a legit wrestler, only a mid card, you know, comedy guy. I disagree. Um, we live in a different era. Uh, you back in the eighties, there were people against pushing Hulk Hogan. They were like, you can't push Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's why he, you know, they didn't even put the belt on him in AWA. Ole Anderson got rid of him because there was a thought that he was just this big guy uh, didn't have the wrestling skills. So he's not a guy that you can push, you know, definitely not as champion. You're not even just, you can't even push, push a guy, according to some people. But wrestling evolves, wrestling changes. And some people could say it, it devolves. That's fine. Because there's a lot of people who didn't like Hulk Hogan in the 80s and it wasn't the wrestling they liked. But to say he wasn't, and I'm not saying Orange Cassidy to be Hulk Hogan, don't get me wrong. But things change. And guys in, in new and different eras might not have worked in the previous eras. Eras, but a lot of stuff that worked in previous eras might not work in the current era. So if we were in the '80s and you'd say, "Well, we can't push Hulk Hogan. We got to bring in, you know, Bob Backlund, or we got to bring in Dory Funk Jr. and put the title on him." That stuff wouldn't have worked if you had Dory Funk Jr. in, in 19, and I don't even just mean his age, but if you transported Dory Funk Jr. in his prime to 1985 and and pushed him as the world champ, that would have never worked to the WWF audience. The WWF wouldn't have taken off. Things change, and the audience changes. There's literally no one. Maybe, like, some kids or someone in, in like, the woods who thinks wrestling is legit at all. That's way out of the realm of of anyone who watches the show. So you have to try new things. And and a lot of people, I think, they, they argue that, you know, you always have to push what worked in previous times. And like, and then I see a lot of things where it's like, oh, well, this audience likes it, but not the big audience. We, it's better to have an audience that likes something than, a, than something that a, theor, a theoretical audience might like. If they're not watching it and they're not going to watch it, who cares what they like? You need an audience that likes something. So if you have something that people like, go with it. Instead of like, well, we got to push something else that worked 30 years ago because it worked 30 years ago, 30 years ago. It's got to work today, but it might not. Who knows? Jack, you know what doesn't change? What's that? Jim Cornette. That's true. He does not change. I heard Disco Inferno say something uh, interesting. He said, you know, back in the eighties, cause he, uh, Jim Cornette talks about you. Know, things are silly today. He's like, there was guys who thought Jim Cornette, uh, with with the pastel suits hitting people with a ra- tennis racket was silly then because it was silly compared to something they saw in the 1970s. So, you know, you know that there was people thought there was people who thought the Midnight Express did too, too many high spots. 
There's always going to be people from other eras that don't agree with something you're doing today. I mean, personally, do I prefer the wrestling of 1980s? Yeah, but either I have to accept this is how wrestling is and, and enjoy what I like, or just don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Now, um, I, uh, I was also a wrestling fan of the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, I saw Hulk Hogan um, actually first time was in the WWF, um, and then he went to the AWA, and they made him what he is. But, like, I have old tapes of 80s wrestling in the AWA, and looking at it now in 2010, 2015, 2020, it is boring wrestling. <laughs> I've got oh, yeah. to admit. <laughs> yeah. Although... I didn't actually, but at the time that I started watching it in the 70s and then into the 80s with like, uh, even with Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, when they started in the AWA, it was more entertaining and more exciting than like NWA, Jim Crockett or well, this is my, my you know, 15-year-old like self might have thought, 20-year-old self might have thought that it was more entertaining, more exciting. And what you're saying about what worked 30 years ago working today, um, Hulk Hogan, uh, yeah, I mean, if Hulk Hogan, um, AWA Hulk Hogan, you transplant him before he became Hulk Hogan, um, I don't know if that would have worked. Like a silent Hulk Hogan, you, he would have needed a mouthpiece. He needed to talk. He needed to learn how to, let me tell you something, brother. He needed to learn how to do that to, you know, take that next step. And same thing with this guy. I, what I brought up earlier this week about Orange Cassidy, um, that was a great match. I think, I think, yeah, they should push him. They should build him up a little bit more. But what I asked was, has anybody ever heard this guy talk? Has anyone, like, yeah. even, even like cut one single promo? The thing is, they built up to him doing a spot. And then when he did a spot, it got over big. They built it up for quite a while before he had an actual match. And then when he did, because I was there live, the crowd went crazy. So maybe mm -hmm. they're building up to eventually when he talks and when he actually grabs the mic and actually speaks. Could be a big, you know, I don't know. I have no idea because I've never, I didn't, I've never seen him before he was in uh, AEW. But uh, mm -hmm. I like him so far. Uh, people who say he's too small and stuff, I don't really think that's a, in anyone's mind and who the majority of people, like I, I understand people who watch, who grew up watching wrestling that might bother them. I don't really think it's a, a anyone cares who, who are fans today. It just isn't, even if you look at other um, sports, cause it used to be, you know, uh, in like um, professional boxing, the heavyweight champion of the world was the main deal. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone else was secondary, but it was the heavyweight champion of the world. That's not the same today. All the uh, all the draws in boxing are lighter weight guys because they want the faster pace, more exciting fights. I mean, I, I who are it used to be everyone knew whoever the, the world champ, the heavyweight champion yeah. was. Like hardly anybody knows them today. I know when the when the guy with the belt for like six years lost to the, the kind of fat guy, like people, were but I didn't know he was, and most people I knew didn't know who he was. It's just a, it's a different time. I mean, no, a woman was a, was a huge draw in UFC. Years ago, that wouldn't have happened. 
So you can't just be like, well, that used to not be popular, so it can never be popular. On the uh, AEW YouTube channel, there is a uh, cooking show with Brandy Rhodes. Really? Yeah. About a a shot of Brandy. Uh Orange Cassidy is one of her guests uh, for one episode, and he does break character for that. That's Mm. the only time I've seen him break character. Really? So if you want to hear him talk, Stephen, you can look that up. Was he any good? Did he have charisma on the mic? He honestly didn't stand out. He seemed kind of shy. Okay. I personally like him just being I still like him, Mm -hmm. but that's how he came out. He was fine. He was likable, but. Some people are, are different, though. Uh, you know, out of, you know, maybe he can turn up for. I don't know. We'll find out eventually. I assume. Uh, Al Oop says Orange Cassidy used to be the fire ant in the colony for Chikara. He had know. John Moxley on, and he was obviously in character. He was turned on. Orange Cassidy wasn't, so maybe he does have that on switch for when he's once right. he put it on. He can. Mm-hmm. Just don't, yeah. You don't know from that, right? Songman, what were some of the highlights of the wrestling for you? I mean, I have – what are you talking about, this year or the past? Or just this last week. Uh, nothing, nothing. I'm just glad I haven't been watching SmackDown for the past two weeks because I know for sure this hasn't even worked once since moving to Fox and everything for like a whole month. And I don't think there's given enough many memories in a month. But I would say like maybe even though I know Steven said it's not really like what it is, but it's boring. But Stephen, did you at all catch backlash when they had that audio playing for or and and uh, just for one reason because they wanted to make this like a Saudi Arabia being the greatest match ever because that audio was faking it to make this big. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, Saturday afternoon wrestling back in the eighties when uh, WWF at the time used to use that on their. On their syndicated <laughs> television shows, yeah. and I knew it was like what it was because I, I I kept hearing the same audio crowd noise every you know week after week, and um, yeah, it it did. It, you know, it might have worked back in the eighties, but like in two thousand and twenty, it's just like you just roll your I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> at what they were doing, you know, because, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was like, it's it reeked of desperation to try and create something, um, you know, it, they tried it, it I, I don't think it worked, um, you know, but that was just, you know, that, that, that was my immediate reaction was, I've heard, I've seen this before 30 years ago, <laughs> so, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that just showed you if it's Vince killing McMahon, NXT killer McMahon, because that's like you said before, but all that reaction, I barely remember before NXT. So that's definitely where you got to see fight forever, like I heard. And that's whatever I heard. This is awesome. That's all from Triple H's own baby. I know for sure. Vic Schiavone, what's going on with you? What, what were some of your highlights of the wrestling this week? Oh, I turned, like I said, I turned into Raw and watched. This was the go-home show mm-hmm. for Extreme Rules. Literally, and, I'm going home. Not here. Um, well, the, the funny thing is the most interesting parts of the show are stuff that's not going to even be on the pay-per-view because 
They had Bianca Belair. A lot of people have been asking her, her to come back. She was on the show last night. People have been looking for Shayna Baszler. She was on the show. They, the big match they're building up for Randy Orton against the big show. They're going to have that on Raw next week. It's not even going to be part of the pay-per-view. So, I mean, it's like, and the one match that might be in, people might be interested in is this stupid abortion with the CGI that they're going to have plucking out your opponent's eye, which nobody can take seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, I, and that, and, and if they hadn't made that so stupid, that might have been the best. I mean, the other <laughs> right. match, you're going to have Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler. Uh-huh. Big freaking deal. Right. Yeah, you're, you're going to have... Like, they try Bray to push Wyatt. him every once in a while out of the blue, and then, like, he's a complete nobody, and then they push him again and expect people to – you can't do that. You have to build people up. You can't just, like, oh, this week he's a, he's a top star. Well, this this is his month, I guess. But, right. I mean, even even if it was going to be – you, you thought he might have a chance to win, who cares? <laughs> right. So, I mean, there's that. You've got um, Bray Wyatt against – um, Braun Strowman again, something it- called a swamp. Was it what's a swamp <laughs> match or something? <laughs> a, in the swamp, a, match? a Wyatt, a Wyatt, swamp maybe we'll see ZZ for each man in the swamp match, but yeah. wrestling together. Well, maybe, well, maybe I mean, they could have made it interesting if you remember with Kane and Austin. Like, if I don't win the title, I'll set myself on fire. If this was only a one eye takeout, maybe this could have been a better story for Ray. If they did this, maybe. Do you think because they'll? We know for but I don't know what's going on with C- contract. saying CG, but what if one of the guys just agreed to get his eye ripped out? <laughs> I have to get Minion for that. Get Haku back. Well, maybe yeah. maybe you could bring back PCO. He only has, he has a glass eye. And you, that would be something though if they actually did bring in a guy with one eye and they actually took it out in the match. I think they should bring Haku in to take it out. <laughs> you can you imagine though a match like you you know they don't want to do anything like that's not PG but they're gonna have a match where you're supposed to rip a man's eyeball out. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't have blood. Uh-huh. You can let him rip the eyeball out. <laughs> and it was sad because they were sitting there talking backstage and trying so hard to get people to take it seriously, and nobody would. It's, uh-huh. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> can you imagine your boy Johnny Swinger in an eyeball match, Ranger? Couldn't get to his eye for the suicide match. Oh, see? Smart. He's thinking. Can't get to mine either. With the, that's why I'm wearing the sunglasses, protecting the eyes. Well, first of all, let's not be too realistic right now because we know, but Charlie, this is extreme. This is going to be an extreme first ever whole pay per view mo- horror movie, uh-huh. like we're all seeing being shown. So, what's the point for being bullshit on the iMat? Something's going to be coming from a horror movie. You for know this. who should have came back for this? They should have brought Kane back as his character from See No Evil. He he was known yep. for ripping out Good eyeballs. Point. Bam. Built right in. So what what are you gonna what are they gonna do? They're gonna have a guy now whoever loses this, is this gonna his new gimmick is he wears an eye patch? Or will they just forget it the next week and he's fine? 
Well, there's rumors this may be Ray's last match, so maybe oh. they could just like pretend to rip his eye out and then he leaves. And I don't, e- I don't even, I just can't take any of that seriously. He's wrestling <laughs> Seth Rollins, right? Yes. Yeah. What well, What if that was Seth Rollins' gimmick after that? Though he just carried around his, eye, you know, like. Uh, um, Jericho, or was it Nash? Nash, I think. But Jericho had someone's mask. He would carry around the mask in WCW after he took off someone's mask, maybe Hoovy. It was Mysterio. Was it Mysterio? Do you yeah. think it, maybe that could be Rollins' thing? He just carries around the eye of Rey Mysterio? Just redoing the old thing from WCW? Yeah. He could just start collecting <laughs> eyes. He could carry around a jug. They should have, they, that's how they, they brought uh, Heath Slater for one week. They should have ripped his eye out. Could have been a good build to this match. And you just carry the head around. Right. Yeah, like the lantern for a. Yeah, it gets you very wide. I like it. I dig it. You have a song for a song, man? (laughs) Well, don't be a one eyed dick because this is going to be a one eyed prick because this is going to be a match that's just going to make us feel sick because what's the deal when it comes out to make us want to give it a lick? There you go. <laughs> Lexar came back just for a tune. He <laughs> loves it. I've got to unmute Lexar. So I th- hit unmute Lexar. I think you have to, uh, when I do that, you have to hit something and unmute yourself. So I think uh, Songman, he, he, rap, he rhymes. So I think it should come rap, man. Rap, man. Rap, man. Oh, huh? rap, man. <laughs> Maybe the poet. Get Billy doing He's the new uh, Leap and Lanny Poffo. <laughs> well, I tried to do that when Tugboat tried to take me to give it to him, and he did. <laughs> what did so Lanny he what he wanted. Was Lanny a fan? His old days. Just to make sure in your head doesn't get any crap, because you know for sure over a 10-plus year, this has been putting everyone on the map, because everyone's been loving what you've been having, because you have always been crabbing. And what do you know? You're always the best radio host that all of us love the most because it's better to enjoy the night before we get ready to wake up in the morning to eat our French toast. Boom! Yeah. Hall of Famer right there, the song man. Boom! There you go. Boom. I love it. I love it. I like the beard. I think it's working for him. What do you guys think of the beard? I think he's looking pretty rugged there. No, I think it's got to end. <laughs> Really? You get I bet you get hot because it's hot right now. <laughs> I get hot with just some facial hair. But. Well, I am turning into the new Jackie Jones pretty soon. Really? <laughs> That's what I'm predicting. I'm looking. Okay. I see you're going to shave. I see. Yep. All right, all right. I was wondering what was, where that was going. But, but you've, gotten a lot, you've, got, you've lost a lot of weight, though, and you're looking good. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Very good. Very Don't give well. me that up. Yeah, very good. So, uh, so uh, Lexar, what's been some of the highlights of the week in wrestling for you? The highlights of the week, I'll tell you what. Um, hmm. Oh, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. Mm. Keith Lee yeah. versus Adam Cole. And uh, <laughs> it looks like you, you're trying to listen. Anyway, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, uh, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, I liked it. Uh, what's interesting to me is that uh, even the owner of AEW, Tony Khan, is like tweeting about the key demos because uh, he, yes, nice Dusty Rhodes. 
the the creator of NXT, Dusty Rhodes. So Tony Khan has been tweeting about key demos, uh, and uh, after he found out he lost to his his brand, lost to NXT. So he's been tweeting out key demos that even yeah. though that he lost in the ratings, he won in the key demos. Right. It, right. That is that is an actual thing, but uh, I I just it seems kind of I don't even really care about uh, ratings. Uh, to me, it has has no bearing on what shows I like better. But uh, I would just not even bring that up. But what are you saying? I was saying Dusty Rhodes created NXT, and he also created Cody Rhodes. That's very true. But it, unfortunately, WWE then stole Cody Rhodes. They're like, nope, we own the rights to that. They like to steal everything. To be quite honest, they like to steal ECW. Uh, WCW names. Uh, I hear when TNA Impact Wrestling or beloved Impact Wrestling uh, made a made a, their own ECW reunion pay per view. They like uh, they cannot use uh, the ECW names. They cannot use the Blue World Order. They cannot even mention uh, the name ECW, the letters or nothing. That to refer to the Promotion Philadelphia. Who's this new master? That was a weird show. Yeah. (laughs) We got a new caller here. Uh -uh. We got a new caller here. (laughs) Orderly! (laughs) Libalasa! All right. What is your name, sir? I believe it's the Ultimo Dragon. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Ultimo Jacko. We're such a big show, we get random callings from the Ultimo Dragon. Ultim- Ultimo <laughs> Icon. Good name. It's a good look. What do you think? Actually, you like mm. the glasses with the mask. I kind of think that works, too. Kind of like a Super Calo. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That's a. You don't see Super Cali. I can bring back Johnny Swinger. I can bring back Super Cali. <laughs> Johnny Swinger? <laughs> what do you think about this, Lexar, Johnny Swinger? I think he's a legend of the business. Really? Very underrated wrestler. Yes. Johnny yeah. Swinger. Just because yeah, someone existed you. previously doesn't make him a legend. <laughs> yeah. I think he should be Swinger. in the WWE Hall of Fame. No, and the no, come yeah. on. You're uh-huh. just trying to appease the inch man. You don't really believe this. If you anything, <laughs> Jack, you wouldn't get it. I so what? What do you guys call yourselves, big as big Johnny Swinger fans? You just swingers? So that was that? What you guys call each other? Me and Lex are our swingers. Yes, we are swingers. <laughs> Everyone else is leaving. They're like, I had enough of this. Oh, is, do you think well, Songman and, and Steven are meeting somewhere? They might be swingers they, as well. They both left at the same time. And then they both <laughs> oh, came back. Oh, we're back at the same time. It's weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, you didn't ask me my favorite, like the big moment. I was saving the best for last. I was building it up to inch man. Inch daddy, inch baby. My friend, my amigo, my compadre, my confidant, my soulmate. 
Incher, what were your highlights of this week in wrestling? Well, obviously, the biggest news in the world of professional wrestling, Taz brought back the FTW championship. Oh, yeah. This is something that's splitting splitting a lot of the people. I'm not a big Taz fan. I'm not a big fan of the FTW title. I also don't understand bringing it back right now. Exactly. Like, you don't even have enough time to pit champion versus champion, really. So you're giving Cage a belt going into a title match, which makes no sense. Yeah, it should be it should be safer if he doesn't win the title. So he so in some way Taz thinks he's cheated out of out of the title. Then you create his own title. Or like so let's say he gets let's say it has a finish where it's not like it's not clear who really should have won. And he demands a rematch. And for some reason he doesn't get that rematch. So then he's just forced to create his own title. But creating your own title when you actually already have a title match does not make logical sense. (laughs) There's only two outcomes. Either he wins the belt and he has two titles, which is pointless, or he loses the match, which is probably what they're going to do, and he's got this belt even though he didn't beat the champion. I agree. I I know my buddy uh, Chi-Town Matt, he's loving it. He's saying uh, he he forgot how great of a promo guy Taz was. I kind of agree. I did forget, and I, and I, but I haven't remembered. <laughs> Vic, what do you think about this, Taz? Maybe you're a fan of it. I'm not a big fan. I like Brian Cage. I was a big, I was a big fan of Taz and ECW. I was as well, yeah. Then I watched him just get wasted in the WWF, WWE. So I like I – mean, I'm enjoying his promos. I'm with you. It's like if if he goes out tomorrow night and Cage goes out tomorrow night and he gets like a real controversial loss, then it would have been the perfect time to say right. he got screwed. Here's the belt. He is the true champion. And right. That would have made a whole that, that lot more sense. sense if yeah. Arbitrarily giving it to him on a show that was already packed. So yeah, and when he's going into his first title match, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Like you would think he's already got his title match, so he all right, I'm going to go in and win this title. Why would it be like I've got this title match? Let me make an uh, uh you know like my own belt. It doesn't. I don't get it. It's, I just think like hey, we're going to bring back the FTW belt, but uh, you have to like uh, build. It has to make some type of logical sense. Not just throw it out there for no particular reason. Well, he he was scheduled to face Moxley, and then they had to delay it like two weeks. If that had been delayed longer, I could understand. Yeah, yeah, not great. Gets the belt a week before the match. I I really did enjoy both weeks of Fighter Fest, so I I, I enjoyed the I show. Did too. I've heard good things about the, the Keith Lee uh, – uh, um, what's the guy Adam he Cole. fought? Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Pate. Yeah, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah, I've not seen it, though, so I don't know. But I've heard good things about it. Well, that's the thing I'm really curious about because I know – sh- didn't they actually say his contract was coming up before In Your House started? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because they're saying that, like, uh, that, uh, you know, he's probably going to go to AEW because that's where his friends are and his uh, – is it his girlfriend or his wife? Yeah, and put Baker's in at AEW. I'm just curious whether this is going to go for him right now. I'm a huge fan of his, but I just don't know what's going to be left for you on the student era and everything. I'm going to take a selfie here live on the show. Everybody's got to 
Everyone calls for Jack Selfie. <laughs> no. It's a running uh, thing on the show. I mean, I don't think I've actually posted any of those. But I, like I, I did watch Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, and it was a good match. But where I Adam don't Cole, it, baby! I What's that? Adam Cole, baby! Yes. It was a good match, but I didn't care about it. Keith Lee won both titles. Spoiler. What's that? I like Keith Lee. He's good. They're still saying you're low there, Inchman. Mm. Sorry. It's okay. So the um all right. So I'm gonna say this. I like Adam Cole. I actually like him a lot. But you cannot ridicule AEW stars for being small and call them all petite wrestling and then praise Adam Cole. Because Adam Cole is a very small man. And he's, uh, I think he has less muscle mass than, like, anyone that's pushed in AEW. Besides, you know, besides, like, uh, Marco Stunt. But he's not really pushed as a threat or anything. But, uh, I mean, because I've heard, you know, uh, Cornette say that Moxley's too small. And Moxley towers over Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole, but he's a very uh, not intimidating physique, which I don't care. I, mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I'm fine with that. That doesn't matter to me. So, but you can't complain about you know, Moxley and like everyone at AW, but then you know say that this guy and Rod- Roderick Strong and stuff are, should be stars when they're like the same size or, or like in worse shape. Yeah, I agree. There's no muscle mass on uh, on on Cole. That's my one problem with Adam Cole. He looks like a strong wind would blow him over. Mm-hmm. And again, well, he looks I'm like a nine ninety Shawn Michaels every time. What was that? He's always like a '90s Shawn Michaels when you look at him today. Yeah, I think he's even. I think he's a lot smaller, honestly. Yeah, but comparatively, I mean, there was a, you know, for the time. But uh, no, I mean, he was a lot more. He had a lot more muscles. Uh, uh, Michaels. Someone talk about something while I take this mask off. Well, I got I got a huge announcement. So. Okay. So next Tuesday night is a big, uh, big, big day for me. Big day in the life of the Lexar because it is my birthday. Oh, that's my birthday. So, and I hope uh, Jackie Jones uh, Inchman will do something special for my coveted birthday. Uh, I'm just gonna try to join in on the Zoom early, so. Uh, maybe Jackie Jones could do a special episode of In Your Head on the Zoom featuring my birthday. A, a birthday party set up by Jackie Jones, the In Your Head squad, the In Your Head higher-ups, celebrating the life of the Lexar. What do you think about that, Jackie Jones? You going to do that? I haven't heard any of that, but uh, we'll bump that up to Sal McGee, the president of in your head and see what he says. So, Jack, next week is Lexar's birthday. Really? Yeah, next Tuesday. (laughs) How old are you going to be, Lexar? Try to guess. It was shocking. Uh 14. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 32. 37. Really? Uh, (laughs) I would never have guessed that. You're almost as old as uh, Inchman. How old is he? Like 40? Like 
39, 39, 39, I think. Oh, he's one more year, including the big four. How old do you think I am there, Lexar? Uh, 42. Close, 44. Yeah. I look younger than this guy, don't you think? Yeah, most definitely. So I want to know if you're going to have a special in your head uh, episode featuring the Lexa birthday bonanza. I I think it'll be great. We're going to try to go on the Zoom a little earlier than usual. Um, We're going to have like, uh, I'm going to tell Lexa stories. I'm going to tell lap dance stories. Uh, We'll we'll have a wrestling trivia. I'll have uh, questions for the headiverse. Uh, I'll talk about the greatest lap dance of all time. Oh, uh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this show. <laughs> Man, I hope Intra makes it. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. I'll be there. You better be. You mean that's not Intra? <laughs> I'm saying I hope he can make it next week, Intraman. Well, I guess we'll have to have happy everybody. I can't believe it all told. I just heard Lexa's going to be turning 37 years old. And I know the more he wants than getting some in-your-head gold because I know something he'll just want to hold and I know something he'll never have sold. So let's give him a big cheer because in-your-head will give him the best birthday present of his year. And that's something he'll just love to hear from, 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 from his ear. That's the happiest <laughs> I've ever seen Lexa during a Songman song. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> You finally got a smile out of Lexar while you sing. <laughs> you found the smile. Thanks uh, for that. <laughs> I, I am all about this, Lexar. You're one of my favorite people on the show. And mm-hmm. I, I'm all about this. Next week is the, is the mighty Lexar night. The whole night will be a, a tribute to our friend, our, our compadre, our amigo, our brother, the mighty Lexar, the legend of the Hediverse. Yes. And Marty, uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame something. too, right? Yeah, That's Hall of Famer. Yeah, I forgot that one. Yeah, I won uh, so many Hedy Awards. The Hedy Award winning, award. yes. Yeah. It's Pretty me. amazing. Uh, yeah, Have you ever won a Hedy Award? Uh, intro. Well, not the physical one. I won the Invincible one. So. You won, yeah, you've won Hedy Awards. Have you ever won a Hedy Award, uh, a Hedy other uh, Inchman? Yeah, I've won Hedy Awards, haven't I? I don't know. Maybe. We'll probably we'll make something up for it. I think I've won Feud of the Year before. That's true, yes. You have won Feud of the Year. Uh, I think I think we have uh, I think everyone here is a Hall of Famer. The Hall sure. of Fame lineup. It is pretty amazing. All right, uh, anything else before we get to the questions that someone wanted to bring up? Any news or topics? Oh, so in the news this week, um, uh, Rusev announced he has COVID-19. Oh, that's, that's oh, yeah. a shame. Yep. So I wonder if is he uh, – so, yeah, I guess it – well, I guess does that mean is Lana is off TV um, as a precaution? Not you that would she's think so. Used. I mean, they've done that in, for AEW, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. But I, you would assume so. Yeah. Not with WWE. They'll just throw her right out there. Probably what will happen. You're still very low, Inchman. Mm. And I also want to give props to the main event of Monday Night Raw for the women's tag titles. 
actually an entertaining match. Really? Yeah, I agree. Who was yeah. it? Was it the Iconics? Was it? Oh. Thank God, no. Um, it was. Um, <laughs> it was uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defending the oh, tag good. titles against the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, that sounds um, like it would be a good match. It was a great match, a great worthy of a main event. I thought of the main event spot. Um, Sasha Banks uh, won the match with um, this nice um, move. Carrie Sane was trying. I think she was trying to kick Sasha Banks in the head. And Sasha Banks reversed it into yeah. uh, the bank statement, and Carrie Singh tapped out like immediately. Um, it was a good, it was a good finish, um, a great match. They also had, um, I guess it was a WrestleMania main event. Um, uh, Rollins, Rollins versus uh, uh, KO. KO won the match. Um, those were the only two bright spots of Monday Night Raw, um, if, you, if you choose to look for it. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm glad I missed. <laughs> I missed the whole segment with Ziggler, thank goodness. Um, yeah, I both those teams and all four of the women, so I'm sure that was a good match. That was a good one, yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else before I get to these questions, my friend? Yeah, someone that asked a heady voice question on my own. This one's directed to uh, Stephen, Stephen Butler, Stevie Butler. I would like to know uh, what does he and the other citizens of Canada do for Canada Day? Like, you know, when, when there's no COVID. Um, well, it's, it really is a celebration of Canada's birthday. Canada came into existence in 1867, so usually it's a lot of pomp and circumstances and parades, and you know you get the RCMP dressing up in their ceremonial red dress uniforms and marching, and um, a lot of fireworks uh, at night. Um, usually, there's a big celebration on Parliament Hill in Ottawa, the capital city of Canada. Uh, the Prime Minister is usually there. It is it is supposed to be a really big thing. But this year, they had to cancel the whole thing because of COVID-19. So it was all um, <laughs> just another day, actually, to this year. <laughs> um, oh, Canada! Oh, yes, and a lot of singing. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I check out a previous episode of, of In Your Head when I sang. <laughs> so Yeah, it was excellent, I thought. So... But that's that's Canada Day. Yeah, it's it's Canada's birthday. Um, when you hear other work. wrestlers sing or other callers here singing uh, song, man, do you get uh, jealous? Oh, absolutely not. Do you think they're stealing your gimmick? Well, I thought you would have had something good for in your head for Stephen. Just make Stephen hold it in because the can of toilet paper will win, and too many poos, the can of toilet paper will lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get <laughs> Yeah, now Andrew wants to move to Canada now after he's hearing about all the poop up there. He's a big fan of the pooping. Are you let down, Andrew, that you don't poop as much now? I mean, that's kind of like a big part of your life that it's not as uh, prevalent. Not admit, I have missed uh, doing the WV. Really? Yeah, it's not a problem anymore. So now when I do it, I, it's willingly. Man. Well, maybe you could change your diet. Go I mean, I want you to stay healthy. Yeah. But 
I would like to ask another question. I want to know when will Incher demonstrate the Squatty Party on the Zoom? Whoa! That's an <laughs> excellent question. Join my Patreon. There's already a video up. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> man. All right, let me bring up these questions. Excellent questions, Alexar. You're a fine member of the Hediverse. I support you. Do they have the flip-top heads in Canada? That's a question for Steven. Steven, is the flip-top heads uh, re is real? I never heard of that, sorry. What? You've never seen <laughs> South Park? Oh, I haven't watched. Oh, yeah, South when, uh, when yeah, but still, it was like in the first season. When the Can Canadians had flip top heads. Yeah, they, when, when they talked, though, they had like flip, their heads will flip. Yeah, what do you think of the song "Blame Canada"? Oh, actually, I enjoyed that movie. I just, I, I, I think it's hilarious. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is open for everyone here. Uh, Marty Van Buren with WWE having Trump. Who could AEW sign to a gimmick match who also will compete for president of the United States? Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I don't know if Joe Biden's going to be in the ring wrestling, but. Um, yeah, Joe Biden or Kanye West? Because he yeah, also. Uh, West. <laughs> right. Yeah, Kanye West. Yeah. You get dressed up for AEW. Uh, they need the Rock because the Rock saying he 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 might run. Some. I think if the Rock would run, he might win. I mean, he's got a lot of charisma. I mean, not right now, but uh, you know, if he actually ran for president, maybe our very own President Clinton could come out of retirement. <laughs> that's very true. Very true. I don't think that's all, I don't think that's legal, Inchman. Well, after Trump's done, they say it will be. So, oh, okay. He just doesn't leave office. Right. Right. It's interesting because uh, President Clinton right now is younger than both uh, the two people running for president. And he was president over 20 years ago. Yeah. Shaheen wants to know, I'll call in with my questions. Do it up, buddy. Steven from Butlertown, who's uh, right here with us. How about a topic for the show? Favorite appearances by wrestlers in movies. I think that's a good show. We'll do it at some point in time. I like this idea. I was thinking about doing uh, eventually uh, when Trista's on the show here. Um, we might do something like that. Uh, some type I of I like topic. the idea. Uh, let's see. By the way, you can uh, you can uh, see Trista and I and Terrible Troy and Dan Yeager from Leather from. Texas Chainsaw 3D this Thursday live. Uh, and without your head, it'll be fun. Nikhil Callahan, can I ask 20 questions? Yes. Tyler Stevens, what wrestlers would Jack cast if he could put them in older horror movies? Interesting. Uh, so older ones, so like I'd go back in time and put, put a wrestler in a movie? I mean, Roddy Piper, I, I stand by Roddy Piper being the best um, act, wrestler turned actor as far as just acting goes, I think. Yeah. I'd put him in stuff. Um, Ox Baker should have been in more horror movies. What about Terry Funk? Terry Funk, absolutely. 
What are you boys trying to do to me? So earlier today, I did a, an interview for um, shock treatment with uh, Mel and uh, Maddie, which is on the Dorkening, and that'll be uh, Friday. And so we talked about Without Your Head. We also talked about In Your Head and talked about the upcoming uh, film festival and some independent movies I'm doing. But surprising to me, they even asked me, well, asked me about Terry Funk, but they even asked me about DJ Curly Bear. <laughs> I was like, these people really did their homework. What did you say about DJ Curly Bear? I said, uh, well, um, um, Matthew Fisher is one of the hosts who's a um, producer, independent producer in, uh, in Boston. He wants to do a music video for it, and I'm all about this. <laughs> uh, what do you guys say? Would you like to see an official uh, yes. DJ Curly Bear give me that fat ass uh, music video? Never pass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can see Vic being a big DJ Curly Bear <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tyler Stevens what wrestlers would ja oh I just did that one sorry uh, Jonathan Jackson want to play 21 okay. sure. some blackjack I call it blackjack Vic Chiavoni since the WWE has a restriction on real blood during matches do you think they will CGI fake blood to go along with the eyeball extraction in the Mysterio Rollins match I think you have to. You can't have someone rip their eye out and there's no blood at all. Either fake blood or CG. CG it's, blood looks bad, so maybe just some uh, some stage blood. They should have it just like gushing out like everywhere, but it never lands. It just goes right. In that CG blood never looks good, even like a big budget like TV show. Like I always think it looks really bad in uh in The Walking Dead. Use ketchup. Ketchup. There you go. Just use some ketchup. Old school. Um, Duckman. Do you think Dark Side of the Ring exploits the horrific past of wrestling? Interesting question. I mean, I think the word ex exploitation is, a, is an interesting word because everything, every type of art exploits something. So, yes, it does. But is that, an, is that bad? But I think you have to – to make anything, you're exploiting something. Do you, think it, do you think it's in bad taste? No, I don't think any of those episodes were, like, in bad taste. Like, I agree. Even, you know, there were some difficult subjects to discuss, like Owen Hart's death and the Benoit tragedy. But I thought they did a very uh, – well, what's a good word? Uh, tasteful, I agree. Uh, uh, non-offensive, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to come up with a good phrase. No, I, uh, agree I thought they you. did a very good job of dealing with some very. Yeah, I know. I didn't watch subjects. it and, and feel like uncomfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. Were, yeah. What did you? What do you think, Inchman? Now I can't hear you at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be in bad taste and entertained. Yeah, yeah, we can't hear. Well, I'm you wondering if they're gonna want to do another Ultimate Warrior kind of thing. If they're gonna do an episode, like guess awesome. who got totally arrested once again? If they're gonna do the Satami Sitch of how oh, she man, wasn't a yeah. person, if they do this for a season two three episode right. of her. Well, oh, yeah. I think so, this this year in wrestling is is that's like on the bottom of the totem pole this year in wrestling for like 
like uh, uh, topics for uh, for uh, the show because like you have so many just on the sexual harassment cases you could do. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he's a big enough star for people to know, but you could definitely do one on um, on the dick guy. Um, Rusev wants to know uh, Rusev and Lana's parents uh, have COVID. Do you think Lana also has it? I can't say anything publicly. Well, now we know Rusev does. So, so that's possible, but maybe not. I mean, just because they have it doesn't mean she does. Marty Van Buren, which WWE or AEW superstar, male or female, would you choose to sire uh, a progeny with, and why? Body. Who? J-O-I-B. The OIB. Who? Oh, Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Junkyard Dog. Oh, Johnny. yeah. Now, would you would you want to would you want the JYD to impregnate you? Yes. Dirty, dirty man. Well, that's very good of you. I, that's that's uh, commendable that you'd like to uh, to carry a child. Uh, any of you have a choice for who you'd like to have a child with uh, in the WWE or AEW? Bailey. Bailey, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I think some things I'd like to do with Bailey wouldn't uh, <laughs> result in having children. Hmm? Uh, Marty Van, uh, Alu of Slammiversary and Extreme Rules are both this weekend. Who will win the pay per view war? And Slammiversary is on actual pay per view. Obviously, it's gonna win, it's the older, more prestigious event. <laughs> Even though Extreme Rules is on the network, there will be more people who buy it. For sixty dollars and buy Slammiversary, I mean, you can, it's hard to run pay per view now after the network. I mean, unfortunately for you know other things, but you have to really want to see a show to get an, a pay per view now. After the network, ten dollars. You know. yeah, but doesn't AEW shows there's on Fight TV and uh, it, does yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I money? actually buy them, but I really want to see them. But the thing is, uh, I think a lot more people would buy them if if it wasn't for the the network being ten dollars. Uh, he also said, uh, were you even aware that Impact was still running pay-per-views? I was not, but I'm sure Inchman has them all uh, up on the calendar. Well, we're not hearing you at all now. Now you have no audio whatsoever. (laughs) What? Oh, I know that. (laughs) Yeah, you were just totally muted there for a second. Unless you're just lip-syncing. Oh, man. Tyler says, don't say Bailey like that. Like, sorry, he gets, uh, he gets, uh, sickened. I don't know. I guess what his deal is. question. How dare he? Yeah. Oh, you know what, Lexar? I wanted to tell you that my um, I have one strip club on the Cape, which I've mentioned before, Zachary's uh, Gentleman's Club, and uh, they always had a ten dollar lobster dinner. I've never eaten there. Never been there. But I just saw today earlier it's closed, and it's going to become a. Uh, Someone bought the – it was closed because of COVID, and now it's uh, been sold because they're not going to reopen. And it's, like, going to be a hardware store or something. So there, there will be no uh, no strip club at all in uh, on the Cape. 
that's happened to my local strip club uh, that I used to go to. Now it's going to reopen as a sports bar with outside dining. So I'm not sure if it's going to return as a strip club again, but once there's a vaccine, but right now it's a sports bar, regular sports bar. You just come in, have a beer, or you could eat outside because I don't think that I don't have a dining in. It's really strange here. You're not in Massachusetts. Um, bars are the stage four. So you, they're not allowed to reopen bars until we have a vaccine. So it's the last thing that can reopen. But so there's a place down the street from me that I like the food, the whale back. They're not allowed to ha- open at all. They can do takeout because it's a bar, but they have food. But there's a place like the Sandwich Taverna that uh, we went to not uh, long ago. And uh, they serve food and have a bar. And they're open. You can eat inside. And when we're there, there's people sitting at the bar. I don't understand how this makes any sense. How can you sit at a bar in the restaurant and drink, but you can't sit at the bar at the bar? It should be one or the other. I mean, it should be all, you know, you can have the bar. You can. It can't. It shouldn't be like. Because I mean, both of them even serve food. It doesn't. It makes no logical sense to me. I think Inchman's trying to uh, reconnect here. I should be here, I believe. And you good man. You can leave the audio off. I mean, the you, if you just want to do one video, and then you can do the audio. Good man, Incher. We can hear you now. Good, good, good. I'm glad you decided to do this, you know, two hours into the show. (laughs) (laughs) But we can hear you very well now. That's good. That's good. That'll be good for next time, you know, next week. I I tried some other settings, but this just worked better. Yeah. Tyler will be very happy. He's he's very mad about this. But now, because he loves entering, he really wants to hear that voice. Well, now he can for the last half of the show. Right. Well, that's good, though. We're to the questions now, and this is really the meat of the show. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, did you have anything to add about the Slammiversary pay-per-view? Because we couldn't hear you when you are talking. Everyone out there, go out there and buy Slammiversary, the most prestigious pay-per-view happening this weekend. <laughs> I'm green with Lexar over here. Uh, Rome Williams, do you think Tessa Blanchard should go to the WWE main roster, NXT, AEW, or the or NWA Power? I think she should go back to TNA or Impact Wrestling where she belongs. Man, let's put all the belts on her. She's going to be the mystery guest, mystery opponent at Slammiversary. <laughs> I think she should go to uh, – I think if you went to AW, AEW, you could really build the uh, women's uh, division around her, and plus you have her dad there. Yeah, that would be good. Also, seeing her with Charlotte would be good. That's WWE true. probably wouldn't do anything there, but that would be good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Owl, it's interest saving up for a Wayfair dresser. I'm going to buy two on either side of me. Whoa. Mm. We're going to have a Wayfair sandwich is what you're saying. That's what I'm – yep. Dresser, dresser, me in the middle. Tazo's, Tazo's mind's exploding right now. <laughs> James E. Coquette, is that Hollywood pussy worth becoming a literal pussy? I think that question's for Jack. 
Really? I don't know. Let's talk about Owlb. Is it true that Incher and Jack are going to star in a two-man remake of No Holds Barred called No Holes Barred? <laughs> you know, the reason that's a rumor is because I've been trying to get Jack to make that movie with me for years now. He just he keep just won't do it. It's not working for me, brother. Not working for me, brother. <laughs> I don't know if you could take the thermos. Thermos is bigger now since uh, the weights. Uh. It's because you don't like comedies. <laughs> don't want to do a parody. Um, I, when do I not like comedy? <laughs> you like a certain kind of comedy. Yeah, ones that are funny. Not this bullshit that like Jason Mitten likes over on without your head pick. Mm. How about that guy? Glad you don't even got- talk to him very often. He send you any gifts? He got- send me any gifts? Um, no. The last one I think was the chocolate chocolate buttholes. Yeah. Then you then you just like you just didn't even eat them or send them to me. They they got lost in the mail. Lexar, if you got if you received a box of chocolate buttholes in the mail, you'd be happy about that, wouldn't you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> How about know, chocolate clitorises? <laughs> well, maybe we'll I'll call up uh, Mitten after the show and maybe he can hook you up. Uh, by the way, do you ever send this guy anything, Andrew, or do you just take from uh, from Mitten? I, I just take from him. Yeah. But uh, in my defense, most of the stuff he sends I don't want, but I still take <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, I know you always took it from me, even if you didn't want it. Uh, I always wanted it, Jack. Oh, yeah. Making me feel good there. Anastasios Theodosiadius wants to know, can you explain why Israel would shoot at the clearly marked USS Liberty? I think you're, I think you're asking the wrong show. Uh, I'm not answering these questions. Uh, well, here we'll ask this one. Why can't we get to the moon in 2020, but we could in the 1960s? That is a question for Stanley Kubrick. So, Songman. Yeah. Is it true? Did you fake the moon landing? Um, I wouldn't say I was the one to do that that soon for the moon land. That's just something I can't stand. Right. I think the real answer is it costs an, an absorbent amount of money without necessarily any benefit to us at the moment. Uh, Space Wars. Space Wars, yeah. Well, I guess we, we need to go up there now. Owl, do you agree with Jericho? If Shakespeare was alive today, he would be writing wrestling shows. If Shakespeare wrote wrestling shows, I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> to be or not I'm from West be. Virginia. Man. You know what? I think he could write a good wrestling show. Think so? Yeah. This this is a more interesting question. What if Vince Russo was about uh, around in the Shakespearean time? Would he be writing plays that we would be talking about today? No. <laughs> would he he probably would have got himself killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, Anastasio Theodosiadius, aliens or Nephilim? I don't know what Nephilim is. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with aliens on that one. I don't know what it is. Um, are um, Anastasio Theodosiadis. If I ask tape you in the woods and no one can hear you scream or the sound, if my cock ripping <laughs> apart your o hole. <laughs> I don't think it's even like it's in English. <laughs> what happened to Tazo? Has he? It, I used to think maybe he's a gimmick, but he's literally lost his mind. Or he's like uh, he, he's really off on the on the uh, on the crack. <laughs> I used to yeah. joke about that, but I'm, I'm pretty. There's got to be something wrong with the man. Where he's like sometimes normal, sometimes not. I would. I would say um, extracurricular activities. And you're an expert in this field. You used to work at, you know, at the tank. Yep. I what just diagnosed Tazo. Exactly. What would you do to test Tazo? I don't think I would test Tazo. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably not safe. Uh, Al, should we hold an intervention for Tazo? That's a possibility. Maybe after we do uh, uh, Lexar appreciation night next week, we'll – do the, the the Tazo uh, <laughs> only if that show intervention is still on, then we'll put him on that. I have to say, I've always been a fan of Lexar, but I think Lexar is really gold on the video shows. His reactions, it's they're priceless. I get, I applaud you, Lexar. You're you're a very uh, funny man. I like you. Thank you. What do I do with the Skype now, too? Now that we're video Zooming each and every week now, what do I do with the Skype? Uh, I get you, rid can of get it? Rid of, you can just get rid of it if you want. Because uh, we'll be going to be using this for now on. Awesome. Uh, Marty Van Buren, if you were a Stalin-esque dictator of America, what would you do with the ruffians, Joey Ryan, Buck Zumhoff, and Rene Dupree? Rene Dupree, is he, I, I'm not aware that he's done anything? Well, obviously, you would party all night with him. No. Man, <laughs> I don't know about you, Intro. That's a weird answer. Uh, well, Buck Zumoff, I think, I think, I mean, you could just off him. Yeah. Joey Ryan, I like, uh, like, I'm not going to say you'd off him, but, uh, but you could, you could not, we don't, he's not needed. And I don't mean that like he's not needed in life. It's just we don't need to see him. Marty, I don't know, but I always like – I have no idea about if, what the allegations are for Rene Dupree. Marty Van Yeah, I've not heard anything about Rene. Yeah, I haven't either. He uh, just won tag titles in Japan, I believe. Oh, really? Well, if, I think so. Yeah, if there's nothing bad going on with him, good for him. I was actually always a fan of his. Um, if you were Kim Jong-un, who would be on your naughty list? Now, this is a touchy subject with me because not too long ago, I thought Kim Jong-un was sick and going to die, and I had to miss an episode of In Your Head. Very, so you're very upset about this. I think we probably just need to move on to the next question. Right. Still a little. Yeah. Do you, get him, do you ever get him confused with Aul? They're not the same person. No, they're different Power Rangers. How would you hold – would you hold another 100,000 uh, wrestling show? Yes. Yes. Anastasios Theodosius – oh, I'm not asking this shit. Um, uh, here's – I'll ask this one. 
Who would you rather work with one inch bice? This is for you, Incher. Jimmy okay. Sev- Seville, Prince Andrew, or Mohammed? I'm going to go with Prince Andrew because um, he seems to know how to have a good time. Hmm. Man. Plus, he doesn't sweat. Uh, <laughs> oh, is West Virginia the best Virginia? I was the big fan of Virginia Madsen, but I got to say West Virginia is the really? best Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to East Virginia? Yeah, we just call that Virginia. Right. Anastasio, Wayfair, or the Philippines? Wayfair and the Philippines. I just say people believe some really dumb shit. <laughs> uh, John Barker, can Jack talk about coffee again? I I did not have – I'm very sad because I drank all my coffee during the last show, and I did not have – I ran late. The interview went over two hours, and so I was late to come, and I didn't I, – I wanted to get here as soon as possible, even though we're still a half hour late, and I did not have time to make coffee. None left. I'm very Jack. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get you a dad's root beer. <laughs> no, it's it. See, I I don't drink soda, even if it's sugar free. The I know you're all about the calories, but there's more to nutrition than calories, and the the artificial sweetener is actually worse for you than the sweetener. That doesn't mean to start drinking regular soda because it's loaded with sugar. But sugar in moderation is better for you than um, nat- as natural as can be. So, like, if you're eating a whole fruit, the sugar in that, or if you're maybe uh, 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 honey, um, but the more refined it gets, it's going to be worse for you. And artificial sweeteners all chemicals, and it's not uh, good for you. But if, if the I'm calories allow it, I, I drink the sugar. If they mm-hmm. don't allow it, I go with the diet. Can I call you sugar? Sure. Just be sure to call me. Incher, since Jack is Hollywood now, if he came to you and offered you a movie role, but you had to do some pushing and pulling, would you do it? Depends on who I'm pushing and pulling and what I'm getting for. Mm, interesting. So give me a pitch. Like, uh, like, what do you want? And what are you willing to do? Well, I think you're offering me a movie role, and I just gotta gotta take care of some business. Sounds good. Who am I playing? And a real answer, just depending on who's watching this, I uh, would not accept any offers like this. And I have actually been offered things like this as a, as a even a small time producer on no budget films. Yeah, I did hear a story that uh, Jason Minton, your young boy, is going to be in in your uh, a movie he, that you, well, yeah you he, yeah he is yeah. Which he so worked, what I'm is- just going to put out there, Jason really worked hard to get in this movie. <laughs> I was really yeah. proud, of, proud of Mitten. I think I think Mitten did had a better performance than I did in the last one. He um he earned that opening scene he's got. Mm-hmm. Pretty gonna be the I first. think he did a good job. Okay. He, got, he even get he even got IMDB cred. Oh nice. Uh Tyler says coffee's a terrible addiction. Uh, well any any addiction is bad. But coffee again in moderation is uh it's not bad for you. Even for, uh, used to be thought it was for bad for high blood pressure, but only if you drink massive amounts. Anyway, uh, we won't worry about that. Um, the real bad thing about coffee is what you add to it. So if you, 
if you're drinking coffee and you're putting a lot of sugar and cream in it, that's what's bad for you. Not the, not the actual. I'm straight edge. I don't drink the coffee. You drink? Oh, well, you don't even do caffeine. No. Uh, and would you tell anyone, Incher? I think I just told everyone. Mm. Yeah, you probably would. I mean, you say a lot of stuff here on the show. You don't really have too many secrets. That's true. Would you me too, Jack? No. Good man. Good man. Would you look at him? At di- would you look at him differently, knowing he wants that ass? I've known that for um, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So, so no. I mean, yeah. Yeah. When will we get the first big Zoom fight between Jack and Incher? I mean, why would we fight? You're probably going to get it after this show is out there. I thought about that because everything's been going good tonight, Incher, and I was thinking maybe, you know, you get a little bipolar in you, maybe, you know, after the show you'll snap or something. Yeah. I'd be happy with the camera angle. I remember you weren't happy with me uh, sharing the, uh, the, 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 um, the picture of you last week with your gun. Where'd you share that at again? On my Facebook. It's it's down now, but uh, but I shared it. I apologize. I thought it was funny, but you were the, you're the one who pulled it out. It's not like I've fabricated it. Uh, I was ashamed of that little gun. It's too it small. Deep. I yeah. figured you'd have like a bazooka or something. Maybe I do. When will we get oh yeah, hopefully this gets the ball rolling. Name one annoying thing about each other. Wow. That's good. That's gonna be a hard one for you for you to answer. Because like what yeah. what is annoying about me? There's nothing annoying about Jack. I love every bit of him. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I'm not even gonna get to what's annoying about insurance. Just because like it's all too much for Yeah, we got a lot of questions coming up and we, we're not gonna be here all night. Would Jack and Intra hunt the Mothman? Not only would we hunt him, we would catch him. I, yeah, I'm into this idea. Incher, me and Incher hunting down the Mothman. I think you this is a good video series. Do you remember the time those Bigfoot hunter guys stayed at your hotel? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I, yeah, it was, uh, it was like these the redneck, these redneck killbillies who, who hunt monsters. And they were, we were all excited because they were in the same hotel as us. We were hoping yeah. they would join the the hot tub, uh, me and Mitt, well, but uh, they never. Did. They were in the same hotel as you. I stayed in my own hotel away from you guys. But, yeah, I know. You're um, like, I don't. I don't even want. I. It was like you could stay in my room for free, and you're like, no. I was like, but you wouldn't even stay in the same hotel. You're like, I got to go across town. Yeah, Mitt offered to give me a hotel room. I was like, no, I'm going to go pay three times as much to stay on my own. Your man, uh, you stood by your your uh, your beliefs. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's Tyler says the honesty is kind of annoying. Apparently, I'm too. Uh, I'm not only the most honest man in podcasting. Does Tyler? I'm too honest. Is St- well, this is this is interesting, Stephen. You're getting called out. Is Stephen Butler too nice for in your head? Oh, I yes. I don't think so. He's a nice man. I think he he ups all of our nice. I mean, we got Vic here. I mean, he can't get nice much nicer than Vic. 
Yeah, Jack, if you're the most honest man in podcasting, then I'm the nicest man in podcasting. Yeah, I agree. I think you're a very good man. I, I can't I can't see you like being mean to anybody. I think Maybe it's I'd all surprise. Maybe there's a vicious side to uh to Steven. You got a vicious side, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose I suppose I do, but uh um but uh, not on this show. This right. show kind of makes this show brings out brings the joy brings out in me, you know. There so you nice. he was thinking about the bodies true. in his backyard while he was answering. Very true. And Songman's a pretty nice guy too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. What sort of dark secrets do you have? <clears throat> Are there dark secrets in Stephen Butler's past? <laughs> dark secrets oh i'm afraid we're just gonna have to i'm gonna have to uh uh, uh sorry oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no my dark secrets are too dark can't air that can't air that here <laughs> nick all right all right everybody loosen up Stretch the neck, cleanse the palate. Time once again for Nikhil Callahan and 20 questions. It's the highlight of every week. Here we go. Number one. What matters more as a fan? Total viewership or demos in the Wednesday Night War? As a fan, neither mattered all to me. Yeah. I don't know what matters. I don't know the business side, so I can't answer that question. From what I understand, the, the demos mean a lot because I think it's about uh, advertising money. Like if you have a younger viewership, you get more money. Plus, uh, not to be depressing, but if you have a younger uh, audience – they're going to, in, in theory, they'll be around longer. If you have an older audience, they won't be here for as long. Yeah, isn't the average age of the WWE audience like in the 50s? Right. To me, it doesn't. To me, it shouldn't matter. It should just be like your total viewership is the what makes sense. But I understand that's not what yeah. the uh, advertisers look for. But as just a, a fan, neither mean anything to me. Just the simple fact I want the show to continue. I want all the shows to continue, even if I don't watch them. Uh, let's see. Number two, do you think Brian Cage should win tomorrow? No. I don't think so either. I think it's too early. Yeah. I don't think he should yeah. lose cleanly, though. Honestly, Moxley seems like the biggest guy on the roster, so I, I think the belt being on him is good. I agree. Uh, who in AW would you like to see booked better? The librarian. Really? <laughs> you more you can't tell me you like the gimmick. <laughs> Nobody does. Uh, well, that's a good point. Maybe if you booked them better, they'd be uh, they'd be top. I'm gonna say um, Brody Lee. I don't I don't think he fits yeah, the, the gimmick. That's a good one. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Um. Why does Cornette hate hate AEW so much? I think he hates everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't 
I hate to say this. I don't think there's total honesty to his hatred. I think a lot of it is just his bias towards personally hating uh, some of these guys there. So do you believe the theory that he's secretly working with AEW? No. I don't see how he would be. No. Because he probably does turn off a part of the audience. Because there are people who will listen to a – I've seen it, you know, like people that will just – whatever Cornette says, they just kind of puppet. And I'm not just saying they – because there are people who just agree because they have similar, you know, opinions. But I've seen people who, like, basically, like, change your mind depending on what he says. And not just him, but, you know, other people that people listen to. Uh, do you think the TNT Open Challenge buries the people that lose? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, for talking. the title. For the, I see, I, the TNT uh, oh, Cody okay. Rhodes. No, I don't Cody, think so. Yeah. Let me, what do you think about Cody and Sonny Kiss at this big pay-per-view they're having on TNT? Cody and Sonny Kiss? That's a match for uh, Fight for the Fallen. Is it really? Yes. It could yeah. be a good match. They're both I think it would be a good match, but I don't think they because uh, they've been building uh, Sonny Kiss and uh, Joey Janela as a team. Yeah. Sonny Weird. Kiss versus Cody for the – yeah. Hey, it might be a chance for him to shine. I actually like Sonny Kiss. It would be good because be. I've never yeah. seen him in like a, like a competitive match. It will be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, do you still f- talk to these old message board guys? Interesting. Extreme Falls? Um, yeah, actually a little bit. Uh, he's on my Facebook, and uh, we interact sometimes. Afro. I do not have any interaction with Afro. I think the last time was a couple of years ago when he popped back up on the Facebook momentarily. And uh, Joe from Portugal. No. No interaction at all with him. Can't say I miss him. I got rid of all of them for spoiling things for me on all Facebook. Right. What was your favorite era attitude or ruthless aggression? Definitely attitude era for me. Attitude, yeah. Is Orange Cassidy a mockery to the wrestling business? I mean, in some ways, yes, but I, I think he, I, I like him. I mean, honestly, the wrestling business itself is – there is an element of all of it being sort of a mockery. I, I don't want to insult anybody, but part of my appeal to wrestling is it's a little silly – I mean, I know he's sillier than some other things, but I, I like him. He does not insult me when I watch the wrestling. I enjoy it. What are your thoughts on Meltzer as a journalist? I honestly think he's the best wrestling journalist there is. I mean, there's stuff I don't agree with, or I'm not, no one's perfect, but if you just break it down, I mean, he's the most well-known. Almost all the wrestling news you read online is actually from Meltzer originally, and it's just rewritten. And... uh his history of wrestling is really, you know, top notch. I mean, when you have other supposed wrestling journalists pretty much just reading what Meltzer writes, then right, obviously, yeah. I mean, Hannibal, his whole is that he just does a whole show where he reads the Observer. Yeah, that's very weird. I don't even know if it, I guess I don't know the legalities of that because, like, that's a paying thing. Can can you legally? Like, I'm not going to say he's going to sue or anything. But can you legally just, like, let's say I subscribe to a magazine and then I just go online and read it to everybody? I don't see why not, but I mean, I, couldn't do that with, I don't think you could do that with a book. I don't think you could read a book, like an audio version of a book. What if you just literally came on there and read it word for word? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I am <laughs> curious. I don't know where that would fall. Uh, have you met him? Yes, I've, I've met him in, in Chicago. Are you a subscriber? I haven't subscribed in, uh, in years, but I was a subscriber in the 90s and way into the 2000s. Uh, I don't know, any, uh, anyone met Meltzer? I've met a, a fan uh, at a wrestling show once that said uh, he met Meltzer, and he said uh, he sounded like an actual journalist. Yeah, I met. I, he stayed at the same hotel as me at once in Chicago. We both stayed in the cheaper hotel. He's a smart man. So it was at uh, what's what's the uh, what's the name of the um, the convention that AEW runs? I know it's not technically AEW, but Starcast. Uh, Starcast. Star- so the Starcast Hotel is a big hotel, and it was quite quite no. I mean, it's not really expensive, but it was more money than a smaller hotel that shared the same parking lot. It was literally not. I'm not even exaggerating. Two minutes walk. I could leave my hotel just walk up the parking lot and I was in the other hotel. So it made, I mean, it was like a third the price. So I stayed there and so did Dave Meltzer. So Dave Meltzer is also a bargain shopper. Besides the fact that I actually didn't even pay for it anyway, I was brought in, but I guess uh, the man who brought me in is a bargain shop. Uh, well, that's not true. He actually tried to get me a room in the other hotel, but, uh, but it was sold out and I was totally fine walking to two minutes to save a bunch of money. Uh, when you found out Eddie Guerrero had died, how did you react? Wow. Soup, that's a, super sad. Uh, uh, great talent, big fan of his, and the fact that he really changed his life around and was on the rebound and then died, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah, I remember I was just shocked. It was a guy you didn't expect. So, Yeah, it's very sad. Nothing but sad sadness on that. How long will Bruce Pritchard last as head booker? Off and on till Vince McMahon dies. <laughs> I mean, he was gone for a long time. I think, uh, but I think a lot of that was he was on stuff. So I, I don't know. It seems like they have a lot of faith in him, even with the ratings not being good. Uh, who would have thought that Bruce Pitcher, because he is an old uh, a guy from the territory days, would be like this guy that would do all these you know weird. Uh, theatrical matches yeah but who, who even knows if he's in charge of all that they say he is but did people yeah. at school yeah did people at, i'm sorry did people because they said he booked the um the funhouse match at wrestlemania uh, did people well, on, that's sorry. something to brag that's something to brag about oh yeah it's fantastic did people at school during the attitude era actually talk about wrestling or was it considered for losers well i graduated in 94 so i graduated right before the attitude era started and it was definitely for losers at that point it was me and and pete Corey and michael zelinski i believe those were the only two wrestling fans that i knew uh, and uh, Mike Zelensky wasn't in my home room, but Pete Corey was. So it, it was me and Pete Corey, the only two, the only wrestling fan I hung out with in school. I'd come in homeroom, we talk wrestling. And then at lunch, we talk wrestling. No one else, everyone else thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I remember bringing the PWA into PWI five hundred in the homeroom every year when it would come out, and we when we we'd look at it and read it in homeroom at lunch. But uh, the same wasn't true for the Crockett era, was it? 
Um, I was pretty young then. I would have been like ten. Um, I mean, no one, no one watched Crockett when I was a kid, besides me in the school. Uh, people outside of the school did, uh, like my old my, because I hang out a lot with a lot of older people. Because my brother's nine years older, so even outside of school, I would hang out with a lot of older people, and they were into the Crockett era. And um, when I was real young, a lot of those, uh, remember Troy and his friends were really into world class. They uh, they all were a big fan of. Um, What's his name? The Handsome Half-Breed, which has suddenly become like a legendary wrestler, but no one really talked about him until recently. But I remember they were all fans of him at the time. Uh, what's his name? He died really young. Gino Hernandez? Gino Hernandez, yeah. But uh, when I was in – because I remember wearing a Macho Man shirt to, to school because the first wrestling show I went to, I think I was about 10 – it was one of the King of the Rings. It was one Macho Man one. Not when he became King, you know, Savage. It was back when the King of the Ring was just an annual New England house show. And uh, that was the first show I ever went to. I think it was in Providence, Rhode Island. And um, it came down to uh, King Kong Bundy. It was a tournament. And it came down to King Kong Bundy and Macho Man, a Macho Man one. But at that show, I bought a Macho Man T-shirt. The old uh, pink one that said uh, Macho Man on it. And um, I remember wearing it at the school, and I don't think hardly anyone knew what it meant. <laughs> I was about 10. Uh, I think they kind of, like, joked, like, like I thought I was a macho man. Like, they just took it as, like, I thought I was a macho man. Well, I remember growing up in the South in the, the Crockett era, like, is wrestling was so common around me. Like I didn't ever think of it as I would later on, but maybe I was just too young to know that. I don't know. Right. Maybe it was still considered for losers. I don't know. Um, so I, I can't speak of the attitude error. I would think like a lot of people would have watched it. Then. Cause that, that was the, the time I really saw a lot of wrestling shirts outside of wrestling events, like at the mall and stuff, you'd see people wearing wrestling shirts and you'd see a lot of wrestling shirts for sale everywhere. That was like the only time I really remember that. Even in the eighties, like when it was big, I really didn't see many people wearing wrestling shirts. Well, there wasn't as many back then. That's true. Was there was that the merchandise wasn't as big. Yeah. Uh, when ECW went out of business, how did you feel at the time? That was uh, awful. Um, I, I would say, even though, like I talked about uh, Crock and stuff, ECW was. I think I was the most emotionally attached to, and. Um, in the grand scheme of things, the end of WCW is probably worse for wrestling, but just that I remember that one hit me the worst when ECW ended. I even, when it stopped airing on my local channel, I remember calling them up and, and wondering why it wasn't on. And I can't imagine doing that for any other wrestling or any show in general, just calling up the, the, the channel to see why isn't the CCW was on. But You're yeah, not going to call it? That was big for me. Call it Fox and see why they're not airing SmackDown tonight. Exactly. I call it was uh, it was on three a.m. Saturday nights on the on the Spanish channel. I remember it was channel twenty seven. I don't remember the name of the network. And so I called them up and they no one spoke English because that was <laughs> the only literally the only show on, in English on there because it was paid programming. They would buy, you know they bought uh, infomercial and show showed ECW and I still remember the ads. So they had ads like to buy the uh, you know the the their VHS tape stuff. But the local ad, well, not local ads, but the ads for their TV shows, it was always, Sabado Gigante, Football Imos. 
And you're just on the phone yelling ECW at them. Yeah, they don't understand. Like, no, no, I'm not English. Um, do you think AW has lived up to your expectations so far or fallen below? Um, I really like it. I, I do think uh, the only reason for me it's I, – I can't even say it's fallen, but um, it's just a, without the crowd, the crowd is – no crowd has heard it for me. I still like it, and I think they do the best they can, but um, it lost a lot of momentum when you don't have crowds, and that's no fault of their own. Yeah, I agree with that. Before the loss of crowds, though, it was exceeding my expectations. Yeah, I didn't I mean, expect – much so. yeah i was really looking forward to the to the blood and gut show yeah i was too uh do you think four pay-per-views for aw is the perfect amount or do they need to do more i think it's a good amount i wouldn't do more. <laughs> yeah, until things start rolling again i definitely wouldn't do anything yeah, more and i think you could do like the the big shows like they did fighter fest where it just airs on tnt uh, what did you like about WCW during its whole run? I love WCW. I, well, main thing I think I like, it had so much variety. Yeah, the height in the 90s, that was the big thing. Because you look back at it now, you, you think Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, all those guys are just normal. But at the time, them bringing in guys from different places like that, that wasn't – and smaller guys too, that wasn't – they were the first ones to do that. So, yeah, on, the on that level. level. I know ECW did it too, but – Yeah, it's a different level. So, yeah, you, you – and yeah. you – so you got these matches. You, you, you couldn't see, you know, the super juniors they call them at the time, Jericho and uh, Eddie and Dean Malenko. So, you had these, like, amazing matches. Um, you know, then you had the Lucha guys, and then you'd have some hardcore stuff and you had some tag team stuff, and then you had – you know, the top uh, guys doing, you know, the big NWA sto- NWO storyline. So, for me, you had, like, all the best of everything. You know, if you just had the great matches, it, it, it's cool, but it doesn't really work for me. If you just had the NWO stuff, that would be fun. But you'd get tired of just seeing, like, you know, kind of not necessarily great matches. So, but when you have that all mixed up, uh, it was great. And that's what I like in a wrestling show. I like, uh, I like the variety. Because I like all of that. I like that all for different reasons. Um, will you ever see wrestling rise? Will we ever see wrestling rise to the popularity of the '90s? In my heart, I say no. But I, I didn't think we'd ever see a second promotion either. You know that that's doing uh, that's on national TV and has big crowds it, when you can do crowds. So who knows? It's hard to imagine that right now, but mm-hmm. it's possible. I don't think anyone thought. It would rise in '93 when we were seeing Teal Hopper and stuff. You know, I think you would ask a lot of people then. Do you think like it'll be you know huge like it was in the '80s? Probably people say no. Favorite wrestling event you ever attended? This AEW pay per views have just been tremendous. Live, just uh, they're awesome on TV, but live, just amazing. And thanks to Chai Town Math for bringing me out. Uh, ECW television show for me. I've never never got to see CW live, unfortunately. I saw two. They came to my hometown twice. Man, came to Huntington. Yep, Huntington. What about the rest of you guys? That's a good yeah. I saw Mania twenty. You were there? It was yeah. It was my first uh, pay per view, my first show. It was wonderful seeing Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. That moment 
which probably be abolished forever in uh, WWE's eyes. And even if not, it does, it, it's tarnished forever. You know what I mean? Even if it's not like, even if it, it still airs, but there's, there's always this weird negativity to, you know, to it. You can't watch it the same as you did before. But it was a magical moment, and it was a great, great night. Great night, great show from top to bottom. I enjoyed the Jericho Christian match. I enjoyed the the Playboy Evening Gown match where they stripped down to just their bra panties. You did, um, like, sir. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, Molly Holly Terra match where that their shave on. Uh, Terra said, uh, um, "Molly said, uh, excuse me." Um, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, great match. Just uh, up and down. The best uh, pay-per-view. I watch WrestleMania 20 on the network dozens of times already. So. Did you go I there by yourself? Did you travel out there by yourself? Not myself. By my Nelson. Very cool. Uh, although I got tickets. The day I got tickets, I went with my mom because my mom oh, doesn't want, want me to get into fights with other with, uh, <laughs> wrestling fans. So. Uh-huh. She just had to protect me. Oh, well, that was a long, long line. Long, long line. Even you after. Get in a fight, but you didn't get in a fight at the show, did you? Do you, nope. you get in the fights? I don't, I don't think so. No, unlike, uh, unlike WrestleMania in New Orleans uh, two years ago, I yeah. think drama free. Very good. It was the best one. Best one. And I've been to Excellent. four. Yeah, that's a great memory, Alexa. Songman, what was your favorite uh, show you've been to live? I'll say the memorable one will be the Raw Austin decide to turn his before he's ready to turn his back on WWF at the time. If you remember in Providence when he was at saying, Are you gonna join the Alliance or are you gonna join WWF before they got ready for invasion? That was right. the best memory one when he saved all the the WWF crowd. I mean I mean roster that night. That was a really memorable moment for me. I was at WrestleMania fourteen when he beat uh um uh, Michaels for the title with uh with Tyson there. That was a really cool. Oh, yeah. That's really the kickoff of just, you know, everything, you know, skyrocketing. Vic Schiavone. I was trying to think. I got to go to the very first show in Memphis when Andy Kaufman showed up. Oh, that's oh. Cool. That was a lot of fun. Now, this was one, it was a straight thing. He was wrestling three women out of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And they started the angle the next week. But it was because he had some serious heat just sitting there going off on the crowd and the women he was wrestling. And they, yeah. there was nobody better at drawing heat than Andy Kaufman. That was a Damn. lot of fun. Damn. That was a lot of fun. What, Vic, what were the live crowds really like when Kaufman did his thing? Were they like really legitimately hating on him? And Oh, yeah. I mean, those, I mean you're talking back, back in the days when people took it seriously. And Memphis, I mean, the, the first night he was there, it was a small crowd, and they had 8,000 people show up on Monday night. Yeah. So I mean, as 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 he as he got more into his stick, the crowds got bigger. Till the night when he finally wrestled Lawler, they had a sellout, which for the Coliseum was eleven thousand two hundred. Now I didn't make that show, but I met I, the only one I ever made live when he was there was his the very first one, and that was that was a it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love to have been there. That's really cool. Uh, Vic, I mean, uh, sorry, Steven. 
So um, it may not have been one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, but I, uh, but for me, it was WrestleMania X eight as a fan. It was a lot of fun to attend that show. <laughs> you, had, you had rock versus versus Hogan and, and, um, I think As that's a one fan? of the greatest live matches. I mean, I watched it on pay-per-view, but I imagine being there, like, just the atmosphere would have been, you know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. As a fan, uh, yeah, interacting with, with, the, with the match and just screaming and hollering. And, it, I mean, I, that was one match or one experience in wrestling I really enjoyed. Um, like I said, the card wasn't maybe the, the best but as a fan, we were just hollering and we were interacting. Even right when JR and Lawler walked to the ring and think, I mean, we were just, it's like we were just screaming and hollering for them right from, right. even before the, the pay-per-view started, right up until, right up until um, Triple H walked up the ramp. I mean, it was, it was just one of the greatest live experiences I've ever had as a wrestling fan. Yeah. There's something about being there live. It's a, you know, totally different experience watching TV, but I, I think that would have been an awesome one to be there. Just even just for the rock, uh, uh, Hogan match alone. Uh, enter. Have you ever played, have you played last of us Two? I have not. I like my old Nintendo games best. Mm-hmm. I saw this as a game people are sharing because, like, I guess, like, the characters do the nasty. Oh, really? No, oh, yeah. I've, I've seen it talked about, but I've not played it. That's the mean, I mean, they have sex. Yes. Uh, favorite movies from these actors? Everyone can answer here. Uh, James Franco. Everyone's James' favorite James Franco film. Probably Disaster the Artist. Uh, Disaster Artist. Yeah. I like this is the end. I like Pineapple Express too. Seth Rogen. Pineapple Express. This is the end. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Or um, Die Hard. Or Pulp Fiction. Oh uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction absolutely. Yeah. Lex, are you a favorite Bruce Willis film? I'm not really a big movie buff. Oh, really? Yeah. But, I, uh, but I seen like the, I seen Die Hard, so I'm gonna have to go with that. He he seems like a pretty smart ass against the terrorists. So. It's a good movie. I wish we had that for 9/11, like uh, before, like the bombings happened. Uh, we wish you yeah. wish we had Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Kill the terrorist yeah. by being a smart ass and uh, no, I huge agree. We need Bruce Willis up in the point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Harrison Ford. Wow, that's a hard one to narrow down. Some big movies with Harrison Ford. Empire Strikes Back. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. It's hard. American Graffiti. <laughs> that's a great movie too. American Graffiti. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna go with Empire Strikes Back, but I, I like a lot of these movies. You that or Indiana Jones? I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably, probably go with the uh, Indiana Jones. Aliens vs. Cowboys? <laughs> no. <laughs> Figured that'd be up your alley, Inchman. Denzel Washington. Malcolm X is really good. He really, like, if you watch Malcolm X, the actual guy, like, you can almost, like, it's like he really nailed it. Like, he's got the, the cadence and everything. 
I'm actually a big Book of Eli fan. Oh, really? Glory's a good yeah. movie. I'll recommend Training Day. That's a good movie, too. Next one's very hard for me. It's Robert De Niro. Mm. It's some of my favorite movies of all time. Taxi Driver's up there for my favorite movie of all time. And Godfather 2. Good fellas. I don't know how to how I pick out of these. Heat. Heat, really? That's good. I'm uh I would not put Heat next to Goodfellas or Godfather 2 or Taxi Driver, but not a lot of people like Heat. Grandpa. <laughs> the flockers or some bullshit. Ben Stiller. Um oh. the parent. Beat the parents. Yeah. I'm going to say dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with meet the parents. I wasn't a big dodgeball fan. Owen Wilson. Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket was good. He did one with Eddie Murphy called I Spy. I liked, um... I liked Midnight in Paris. I've not seen that. That's a Woody Allen film. Bradley Cooper. I don't know if I really know many Bradley Cooper movies. Star is Born. <laughs> I like that movie. I know a lot of people are against it. But I've I, heard that movie. I've not seen that movie. <laughs> right. We heard the ending of it like a thousand times when we were in Buffalo. Um, I think he's – wasn't he also in um, Hangover? Hangover and A-Team is what I remember him from. 18. That's probably right up your alley, I'm sure. Yeah, 18 is my favorite. No, he didn't name anyone from uh from um from uh the uh police academy films. Man. Because he, he knows why your favorite movie of them would be whichever police academy movie they were in. Police Academy eight. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for answering and stay safe. Well, thank you, Nikhil. You're a good man. Diego Santos has a question for Incher. Oh, boy. Do you know where babies come from? <laughs> well, the stork brings the babies. <laughs> Very good. Did your daddy have a, the, the talk with you about the stork? Yeah. Papa Incher. Stork brings the babies. Yeah. By the way, this is an FTR shirt, if people didn't know. You got an FTR shirt? Yep. Talk heavy. Hit hard. What does the FTR stand for? It's up to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, would you rather, this Dobbs, who would you rather, Donald Trump or Kim Jong-un? Well, Kim Jong-un's my special little man, so. It's true. <laughs> Dobbs, Dean, Maya, sweet or spicy? If I have the spicy, I WV all over myself, so I got to go with the sweet. All right. I kind of like the combination of the two, personally. But I'm probably more of a spicy guy now. I don't need a lot of sweets. Dodge Dean Maya. Would you rather give up shower for a month or give up the internet for a month? I'll be honest. I'll give up showering for a month. Yeah, I'm from West Virginia, so that's not a big deal for me. Shower. Yeah, so, so you basically live your life or give up uh, the internet. Yeah. I'll keep the internet. No loss here. I mean, does he, does he mean you can't wash it all? Like, could you still, like, bathe or just even 
you know, take a towel and when we'll give well, I assume time. I can go out back to the rain tub and splash them like I do now. Right. Just use those wipes. There you those go. Yeah. There you go, yeah. the wet ones. Hospital, right? Yeah. And they when they, they bathe you, they use those wipes. Yeah, I had to do that for a long time. I couldn't shower for, for a long time. Uh, Always Al, got the wet ones on me. There you go. Al Wolf, if Cleveland changes the name of their baseball team, should they rename the team to the Cleveland Steamers? <laughs> There's going to be like a train Want to get on the heady train? I like it, yeah. Juju would like to get on the heady train, from my understanding. Dobbs Dean Maya, what's your favorite wrestling t-shirt of all time? Mm, That's something everybody could answer, too. Yeah, that's an interesting Mm. one. I really like the Macho Man shirt. It's the first shirt I bought. I like the old school Macho Man shirt. Did JYD ever have a shirt? He probably did, but not not one that stands out to me. Bootios. The Bootio shirt is pretty sweet. I'd like to get a new Bootio shirt. Hello, Ryan D. Howell. You're a good man. Uh, Lexar, do you have a favorite uh, wrestling shirt of all time? I liked a lot of the ECW shirts, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the ECW one. The, the, the one, the old school one that says Extreme Championship oh, okay. Wrestling. Yeah, that's ECW. cool. I like the, yeah. And uh, NWO shirt's very cool, too. I bought a Sandman Budweiser shirt when I went to ECW. I still got it somewhere. Really? So well, that's yeah. really um, Well, next week. I got holes. Oh, yeah. Because you don't watch. Vic Schiavone. Well, my favorite shirt is the Cactus Jack Wanted Dead. That's an excellent choice. Oh, that's my favorite. The Songman. You have a favorite wrestling T-shirt? Well, I couldn't name a lot of them, but I, I don't think I have a necessary one. Maybe the only one I could think of is the one that wasn't on sale too long, and no one was the Jellico hockey one. If you remember okay. that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say the um, Sin Cara one that looked like a penis that they took. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Right. Oh, his favorite one is the "I'm a Hugger" shirt from Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you wearing that. Like well, that. I would maybe just say the one of the most recent ones would be the man. <laughs> All right, um, Steven. Oh, I agree with Vic. I think uh, the wanted that dead is or a, alive. That is a good one. Cactus yeah. Jack. When I've got it in my closet, I bought it recent. I bought it uh, a few years ago, and I'm, it's one of my favorite ones right now. So. I regret not buying that. Uh, they had it for sale at the um, at Pro Wrestling Tees when I was there in Chicago. They have like a limited run of new ones. Uh, Dobbs Dean Maya, who do you think is the tastiest woman in wrestling today? Hmm. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Yeah. Liv Morgan. Sasha Banks because she, she looks like she tastes like chocolate. Why wouldn't you eat the chocolate buttholes? You could have just pretended they were Sasha Banks. Because they were sent by Jason Minton, not Sasha Banks. Anyone else want to uh, want to throw an answer? Lexar, do you have an answer for that? Maybe Bailey. Yeah, Bailey, maybe Sasha Banks. Dog maybe D- Dana Brooke because she's small, sicker too. Dana Brooke. 
Dean Book? We'll have to ask uh, Batista. Dobbs Dean Maya watching Incher waving his pistol around like a madman last week. Was, I was scared, uh, scared the shit out of me. I will never ask him another silly question ever again. You think that scared you? Uh-oh. I'll bring out my bazooka. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, he's being in business today. Holy shit. Now, Dobbs can uh, definitely never ask me any silly questions. Oh, damn. You know how to, do you know how to use that one? Oh, yeah. You're not going to have to look it up on YouTube if someone comes running in? I actually would have to look it up on YouTube if someone comes running in. Don't kill you. Yeah. Don't, don't, like, blow up your uh, bootios box or nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will do my best not to do that. All right. You going to post this all over uh, Facebook? That, that's the whole. <laughs> uh, what did Incher, if Incher, this is Dobbs, wants to know, if Incher took me out for a day, what fun things would we do? Dobbs, I would take Dobbs out and I would humble him cheeky style. And, um, you wouldn't want him back after I got done with him. Oh, He'd be my young boy. Whoa. Force it. He said, would you, do you think you'll accept me like Jason Mitten did? Mitten oh, I'll accept you, and, and you'll accept me too. How old do you think Dixie Carter will ever be inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame? <laughs> now, that's a prestigious honor that I'm just not sure she's worthy of. Really? That's only for the elite – of the elite. Sonny Siaki is going in this year? Yes, yeah, Sonny Siaki would be good. Johnny Swinger? Not, Johnny Swinger is already Hall of Fame material. Man. Even though he's got a long career ahead of him. Got to get suicide in there someday. Suicide, come alive. How does that song make sense? Suicide don't make you come alive. It does the opposite. <laughs> Ryan D. Howe says, I'm studying to become a comic book artist next year. Very good. Good. Dobbs Dean Maya wants to know, what does a Jason Mitten do anyway? What the ask Jason? I, don't know. I think, he I think he's, he's supposed to be a good guy, I think. Yeah, I think he's the glue that holds the heady verse together. Because Jack and I hadn't seen each other for years. True. He, he brought, brought us, us together. together. Strong bond. Very true. Should in your head sell mitten mittens? I think uh, any product line with Jason Mitten's name on it would probably skyrocket. Yeah. Would any of you guys buy – what kind of in-your-head merchandise would you guys like to see, Lexar? I don't know. Just in-your-head squatty potties. <laughs> <laughs> in-your-head-out-of-your-ass squatty potty. Mm-hmm. Vic, do you have any good uh, in-your-head merchandise ideas? I'll have to think on that one for a while. <laughs> Maybe a gummy bear's shirt would be good. Yeah. I'll I'd like to see a Lex- huh? I'd see a Lexar shirt. That would be good, Lexar shirt. Song Man, you got, we got one? 
I would just say one call for a phone. Just dial one number, and then it'll call in your room each and every time. I like this. You forget it's the like, number. It's like hit this red button, bam! It's just all angry. <laughs> Steven, do you have one? Uh, how? Um, how about some some um, some in your in your head brand? <laughs> That's it. No, it's it's too dirty to say. <laughs> oh man, people thinking he's uh he's all nice over here. Maybe some well, WB. Well, no, it's uh, it's more of a tribute to some 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 of the more racier topics you oh, come up with, like every single week. <laughs> Maybe some, some WV uh, uh, undergarment, like adult diapers. Yeah, maybe some some in your head lube or some in your head. Uh, um, maybe yeah, the ultimate beef uh, brand. Yeah, we get some ultimate beef, ultimate yeah, maybe some ultimate beef lube or something like that. Hey, wear not just in your head bed sheets before you go to bed. I was on in your head. <laughs> there we go. We could we could put uh, Miss Destiny maybe just down there. Bed sheets with Jackie Jones' face all over it. There like you go. <laughs> so you could you could finally have me all over your body while you're sleeping. Jackie Jones, yeah, pillowcases. Right. Yeah. We need a, a bobblehead uh, song man that just says little <laughs> rhymes. I like that. <laughs> Jason Mitten, what's your most favorite song ever? Oh. A man called Sting. I'm going to admit something here to you, Jack, that I've never said before, but I think it's time. Mm -hmm. My favorite song ever, wrestling or otherwise, Bound for Glory. Wow. I'm glad I'm glad you're coming clean here and admitting that. I'm glad to finally get that out. (laughs) I'm about to change my vote. That probably – I'm going to agree with you, Incher. That's probably the greatest song, not even just wrestling-wise. Uh, Lexar, do you have a favorite wrestling song or just song, I guess? Wrestling wise is from Slam Jam Simply Ravish. Already. Oh, wow. That's good, yeah. Uh-huh. You're simply but, ravishing. Uh, oh. wrestling hmm, is a uh, journey song, really? uh, but it's one, yeah, but it's not like a. Uh, it's not small uh, town girl. No, no, no. It's one of the most underrated things. Ask the lonely. That train going anywhere. Ask the lonely. Oh, really? That's a very, uh, very beautiful song, Alexa. Uh, and uh, also one more. Uh, China Girl by David Bowie. All right. I like that song. <laughs> I like it. I'm a big Bowie fan. My little China girl. All right, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Vic Schiavone. Favorite wrestling West, song. And then just wrestling first. song has to be Anderson Sandman. No, that's like yeah. first sentence. Yeah. You have a favorite to song? Can't narrow it down to just one. That's mm-hmm. tough. Right. Songman, the songman's got a favorite song. What's your favorite? <laughs> well, I have a thousands of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't name one like Vic. Things most probably the ones you that? sing are your favorite. Yes. <laughs> Steve, well, it's probably you know? like the old attitude uh, one when with the mystery, and I always like the old after the hard times with Boss Man's. Oh, I like that song too. 
Yo, it You're wasn't his hog time one, though. take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. Better read yeah. the signs, obey the law and order, serving hog time. Well, it wasn't the hog times. It was his heel one that he had in 98 when he oh, came back for his heel gimmick. Oh, yeah. man. I don't know about that one. How about Jack? Did, did you go to Cobb County, Georgia when you were in Georgia? No, I was I was afraid to. I don't want to be serving hard times. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> Steven. Oh, back country well, back when they were gym. using pop songs for entrance music. Mm-hmm. Um I really like Living After Midnight when the Midnight Rockers used to come in in AWA. That, I I always enjoyed that even to this day I still like listening to that song. Living after midnight, midnight. rocking till the dawn, mm-hmm. loving till the morning, and I'm gone. I'm, I'm gone. gone. Yeah, that's that's music. I like that. I always like that. As for an original W, as an original wrestling song made for a wrestler, um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, yeah, exactly. There are so many of them. Um, Currently, right. I love the Jericho theme. That would be my favorite current one. Yeah, but, but that actually wasn't even made for a wrestler to begin with. Yeah, but that's fine. Neither was so you know. It's I didn't good. know, you know this, but Metallica did not make Enter Sandman for for the Sandman. No, what? No. Uh, <laughs> wasn't. Well, you can also add Evolution in there too. All right. Evolution is a mystery. Mm-hmm. Even oh, like Skrulls and Cars. What? That? Even like Skrulls and Cars. Skrulls and Cars. <laughs> I girls, girls, girls and Cars. <laughs> that was such a <laughs> I could was see that Bobby Dupree. Was is that the thing. guy's name? I'm trying to think. That was for Strike Force. Uh, Santana and, um, and uh, Martell. Martell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Was a, that was like get- a dumb <laughs> I gotta say, I'm very disappointed in Steven. How did you not pick the mounting phone? <laughs> oh. oh no! Um, like I said, I mean, I, I, enjoyed, that. I enjoyed that. I'm handsome. Awesome. I'm brave. I'm strong. I am the mountain, <laughs> and I enforce the law. You can try to run, but you can never hide because the mountain. Always gets his man. Well, how can you forget actually Jackie Jones on one? I'm cool. I'm punky. I'm bad. There you go. There you go. Jones up and bad. Don't want to make him say it. All right. Who is better at cornhole? Jack or Incher? Listen, no one can take a sack to the whole life pitcher can. I think you probably more experienced at uh at cornhole. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely play uh more cornhole than you have. The, the southern you dealio <laughs> getting together, yeah. playing cornhole with your family. Um, Dogs Dean Maya, is it better to tell a person the raw truth or say it soft and gently? I'm more of a raw truth, but it's probably better to say it soft. I'm more of a soft and gentleman. 
Uh, Owl, has Intra been back to the flea market, or is he still worried about getting teased for wrestling, for wearing a mask in public? I'm still worried about getting teased for wearing a mask in public because they're starting to force us to do that now. But the flea market is calling me, and I may go soon. I may go tonight. Who knows? Jason Mitten, who's on your Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling? Mm. Huh. Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin. Ric Flair. Hmm. I can't I, I mean it probably should be like Bruno or Luthez, but it's before my day, so I it would be like just kind of guessing. But for people I've seen, I'm gonna put um You should put Orange Cassidy on there just to right. fire Orange up Cassidy. <laughs> Bam, Orange Cassidy, mod the modern day uh Hulk Hogan. Do you have uh do you have intro? Do you have four four wrestlers for your Mount Rushmore? That's something the marks ask a lot, and it's a tough one, but um I'm going to have to go with Anu, big Manu fan. Everyone, he's one of the best. ZZ's got to be up there. Um, Anarchia. And the last one, I think I'm going to go with Ted DiBiase Jr. sure. <laughs> Lexar, who's on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? I had to go up. I had to go with the, the wrestlers I grew up watching. So I had to go with Hogan, uh, Ric Flair, Woo! Mm-hmm. John Cena, and The Undertaker. Very good. I mean, that's not as good as mine, but you know, he, he only knows what he watched. <laughs> Vic Schiavone. I was gonna. I was gonna include Undertaker on mine too. Since I grew up watching Memphis wrestling, I've got to put Jerry Lawler up there. And I would. I'd also say Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan probably. You, can, you can't leave, can't leave them off. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny Undertaker's longevity either to be, you know, top star for three decades, really. But um, think about the think about the impact ZZ had in the short amount of time he was there. Got love for ZZ. Mm-hmm. He even has people writing songs about him. Hope he's got the same for OIB. Songman. What's your who's your top four wrestlers on your Mount Rushmore? Well, it's, kind of, it's kind of a little uh, easy for a decade one, but maybe if I can pick the whole entire era, maybe probably would be kind of the earlier ones. Like I would say Andre the Giant, Hogan, either, maybe either Savage or Austin, and of course, got to add Undertaker too. All right. Those are good picks because Andre yeah. definitely should be there too. That's all good picks. Yeah. Steven from Butlertown. Yeah, it's hard to just make it for all of wrestling. I mean, I've got probably Mount Rushmore's for various groups, but if I had to pick all of wrestling, yeah, I'd probably add Andre, Hogan, Flair, and Vince. 
Okay, that's interesting. And honestly, if you think about it, that's a good pick. Yeah. Interesting. Who's your heady verse, Mount Rushmore? Ooh. Mm. Um, Jack, Incher. Jack, Incher, Juju, and Perez. Juju B and Jason Mittenay. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Forget about Perez. He stole your um, video equipment anyway. <laughs> it's an inside job. Yeah. Ryan here in the chat saying that Tegan Knox has a girlfriend now, and he's proud of her. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just uh, these four people here, which are really six. Uh, since True. we have a new and improved incher, will we finally see the return of Barbie Richards? Well, I'm glad that he's noticed, you know, that you've improved yourself. Well, we're we trying to be a better person. Admit yeah. some things I've kept in for a long time. I think that's a that's a good step in the right direction. Well, we see the return of Barbie Richards. I mean, it's it's oh, if he wants to zoom in, he's always welcome to. I don't think he can fly to the country now. So yeah, you don't need to actually fly here, Incher. Oh, okay. You said zoom. I flew no. in the, when we were in the hotel. <laughs> you did fly. You were fueled by. I, um, a jar of moonshine. <laughs> that's very true. All right. Well, that's all the questions. I want to thank everyone for sending them in. Yeah. Very good people. I appreciate all of you. Good questions this week. Round of applause, my fine fellows. We will be back next week with the Mighty Lexar birthday show. Myself and... One-inch biceps. And I implore all the Hediverse out there, you've got a week. Think about it. Zoom in next week, even if you've never Zoomed in before, with your favorite memories of the Mighty Lexark. I want everyone to Zoom in and wish him a happy birthday. I think it'll be a very memorable night. Especially Jujubee. I would like to see Jujubee on the Zoom. (laughs) There we go. Especially Jujubee. Look at that smile. Yeah, he's, he's all about it. I like it. Lexar, you're the man. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I, I hope you have a happy birthday next week. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I, I'm, uh, I'm all about uh, celebrating this here on the show. Um, anything? Uh, thank you, Vic Schiavone, for being on. Good man. A lot of fun, as usual. Very good. It's always good to see you. Uh, sorry, Shaheen, I just, I just saw you were trying to dial in. We're actually wrapping up the show, but I appreciate you calling next week. Um, the song, man. Always, no, yeah. always fun. Oh, it's pleasure as always. Steven from the Butlers. It, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ben. Oh, <laughs> Steven from the Butlers. Oh. oh, and I interrupted you again. What's your What's your parting words, song man? Uh, I apologize. Well, there was always a blast to be going on a new show, but hey, I'm just glad Incha's doing well with a new look because just so you know. If you like a new look with good-looking taste, look for his face because I see he's been traveling all around the States with his roller skates, waiting to give Lexar the TNA championship belt to put around his birthday waist. Woo! There you go. <laughs> the beard's really working for you, Incher, and I'm glad you got the sound you. fixed. Yes, after half the show. Right. <laughs> we'll hey, see where it goes next week. Right. 
So I want to thank you, Inch Man, as always, for being here. And, Jack, before we go, I just want to say all those times that we disagreed, I want you to know that I was wrong and you were right. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the honesty is worn off. The honesty of Jackie Jones on the Inch Man, and it's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. This will I'm learning how to be history of Hittyverse. Yeah. I love you, man. I try to be as honest as you. So very nice. I mean, you know, I like you too. Uh, loves me <laughs> little bit, little bit over. But, but hey, let's give a round of pause there. And I love Inch Man and everyone out there in the Hittyverse. All right. We'll see you guys all next week. If you're into horror, if you just want to tell you, we're, we're doing a special mm-hmm. show this Thursday. Myself, Troy, Trista Robinson, our new co-host, and Dan Yeager of Texas Chainsaw 3D. And we're going to be when animals attack, where we're going to have our top 13 animals in horror film. You can check that out on the watch party and the Without Your Head group page. And it will also be, uh, we'll do Zoom, so you guys can Zoom in if you like to. And uh, all that good stuff. Check that out and go to withoutyourhead.com and subscribe and the iTunes and YouTube and uh, all that stuff. So we'll see you guys all next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big, yeah, 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 he was not small, no, no, no. Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. Andre was big, yeah, 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 he was not small, no, no, no. Andre was great, he was not bad, a great big heart and a great big man. Andre was big. Yeah, 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 it was not small No, 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 Andre could drink And he could fight Drink, 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 and fight, fight, fight Andre the Giant From Grenoble, France